This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. Yeah, in a group they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. A decade later. burgle baby do it yes Ah, it's nice and smooth as well did a reboot Ah, is the camera behaving yeah not so bad welcome everyone is this the day has the burning the burning has it finally arrived maybe maybe what a uh tumultuous 24 hours since uh i well, we were doing the bio-warfare stream. I didn't think it could uh, get much worse than that. But no, uh, there's reality to kick you in the nuts 
<laughs> just, just as you're recovering from the uh, the last one, and this is, well, the <laughs> I had an existential dread growing up of the rooskies. <laughs> time might be time to bring out. Gang, wait, wait, do this. Go here. <laughs> do this. Toe to toe. We're going toe to toe. I want to go toe to toe. Well, boys, I reckon this is it. Nuclear combat toe to toe with the Ruskies. Is it? Is it time? Time. Time for uh, silos to be getting out those old floppy disks. Those old keys. I grew up with movies like that where there'd be the two dudes down there. <laughs> Who knows what to expect, man? The the Am I surprised by this? In in light of the events of the past couple of weeks, no. Uh, the the the, uh, the escalation was going to be obvious. Uh it I've been saying from the beginning, it's a proxy war by NATO against Russia and it's an existential threat to Russia. And it, currently there's an existential threat to the blue blood crime families of the US, which are embroiled uh, in the uh, in the Ukraine, uh, brilliantly captured by this good doggy meme uh, as we were looking at the accusations being brought forward yesterday, which... As the sanitary and epidemiological situation in Ukraine improved as a result of the interaction with the United States, or to put it more bluntly, have intentional well war contaminations decreased? Are we going to war? I'm not fucking going to war for these bastards. No way. No way. They're, like the country that I would that I would have fought for has long gone. I'm a, I'm a fort criminal now in my country. They can go and get to fuck. Look, if they start marching in on Japan, I'll think about it. But what, am I, what am I gonna do? I don't, I don't see. Look, I'm not gonna fit into a Japan, Japanese bit of uh, army kit. No way, no how. Um, <laughs> Danger Mouse CD launch, launch. Arrow fuck em dot exe. <laughs> They've pushed Russia too far. Yeah, man. There's look. The, uh, any country, and, and you know, I've I tried to be objective around e- either sides, grievances, etc. And um, were it just Ukraine, literally Ukraine scrapping for its independence. I might be more inclined to their uh, their demands, but we know that that's not the case, and it's summarised perfectly in this meme. And again, how much how much of what's going on in Ukraine is the again the Biden blue blood crime family syndicate, whatever else you want to pin on it them realizing that they're in an existential fight because this information is coming out and the only way that they can get away from it is to cause more chaos 
Otherwise, people know that they're going to be going and getting their little poo sticks bloop, <laughs> into the well. And so, um, what we're going to do th- uh, this stream? I'm not. I'm not. It's too important to be uh, hit, go to the support, right? Um, oh, <laughs> I've got one more meme just from Kadoki. <laughs> I think this captures the moment. Perfectly. You want me to wash my teacup at a time like this? Are you bloody insane, mate? Go blimey, Governor. <laughs> I am washing no teacup. I am a real scientist. If you want to support the stream, go to mccandojo.com. We're trying to currently raise money for uh, lab equipment um, to test uh, vaccines. I want to inject it right into the brain. Um, that's why we need whatever that thing, the stereotactic frame. And uh, there are a couple of large donos. Uh, in the uh, in in the intervening period, uh, I'm not sure if they want to shout out or not. But uh, thank you, thank you for uh, stepping into the breach when it matters. Because those um, those, like I say, every donation that I'm getting at the moment will go to lab equipment. Um, it should be um, on its way, but I think perhaps arriving today, uh, I could track the package, but that would be. That would be boring as uh, <laughs> the subs have all gone into silent mode and they're all sitting off coasts everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, done that. Uh, let's do here. Let's do there. Um, I'll miss that. Save it for another time. And uh, let's let's just get to the... this. I watched this, man, and I, I was... I was... I was trembling... <laughs> I was like, oh shit. I, in, in all my life, uh, and like I say, I remember the Cold War pretty well. I wasn't around for the Cuban Missile Crisis, but you know, I, I, my memory and consciousness was honing in on the first Afghan war, the, uh, the wars in the Middle East, the, I can, do I do I really remember the end of Vietnam? Not really. That didn't. That didn't. I think that was before. Really, I got some some wired up synapses. I need to get some iodine. Um, I think I think you probably need a lot more than iodine. Should arrive in about five to six hours. So just three for Marsh. Awesome, dude. Uh, if I'm still streaming, then look, if people want to drop links, uh, any sort of telegram, Kino with uh, the wharf right now, we can we can do that. And then if, if there's nothing in between, we'll get into the rest of the biowarfare claims and counterclaims. <laughs> you had enough? Danger Mouth IRL, thank you very much. Uh, very, very generous of you. And I should keep the uh, messages open just so I can uh, read them. Uh, that one said, uh, a small bit to help out. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And um, look, old Danger Mouse, uh, he, he donates on the regular. And, you know, he I, I've had to work supermarket job. I clawed my way up to a supervisor position at Sainsbury's. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> but, um, old, uh, old Danger Mouse is in the same situation and, uh, you know, 
he's not flush, but uh, puts his money where his mouth is. That's the type of commitment that we need if we're going to get to the bottom of this. Don't forget, folks, that the, all this COVID bullshit, it's all linked to these people. Let's go back to our... Yeah. Where, where's our uh, briefing? Not for this one. Oh. You're killing me. You're killing me. Oh, they're all, they're all, I had to restart the computer. Why, why won't they, why won't they refresh? Ah, oh, well, let's get back to this. Vlad, I'll sort it out while uh, Vlad is talking. Uh, (laughs) Vladimir comes and threatens the whole world, basically. Who's giving an address to the nation? Western countries that are trying to keep their supremacy at all costs and they're trying to block and suppress any independent centers of development in order to force their will in a brutal way to other peoples. The aim of the West... I just got stop this. My German gypsy heritage would like to see the actual pinwheel humpers get destroyed in the land of piss and tears. I have no idea what that means, Phoenix, but yeah, that needs putting on a tattoo somewhere. It's still weaken and destroy. They are saying that in 91, they managed to split the Soviet Union and now is the time for Russia itself, that Russia will have to fall into many regions and um, um, areas which are fighting each other to the death. They had those plans for a long time. They supported the bans of international terrorists in the Caucasus. They are uh, encouraging the NATO to come to our uh, borders close and the total Russophobia and many years of total hatred of Russia, first and foremost in Ukraine, and they made the Ukrainian people cannon fodder and pushed them into the war. Brings brings a tear to my eye to see a a leader care for his people and his borders. Oh, what joy to my ears. You go on, puppy Putin, you give him a piece of your mind, son, go on! War with our country, having started it already in 2014, using the army against the civilian population and organizing the genocide and blockade and terror against the people who refused, uh, who refused to acknowledge the Ukrainian power as a result of the military coup. As usual, they refused to have a peaceful solution of resolving. Donbass problems and started claiming the right to use of nuclear weapons. It became clear as before the second time the large um, offensive of the Donbass is even inevitable. And the decision of the preemptive military operation was the only decision possible and absolutely necessary. And the main aim of freeing the whole of the territory of Donbass remains without change. The Donbass People's Republic is almost fully cleared of the Nazis. The uh, fight in the Donetsk People's Republic continue. And now, the occupation. Um, she's got a terrible translator voice, but from my um, retard level analysis of geopolitics, the region what i've understood is that the areas that have been 
fought over right now. Russia is going to push through a referendum within the next three days. And as a consequence of that, that brings those territories into the official borders of uh, Mother Russia. And in doing so, enables Russia to escalate. That's that's the premise of, of this talk, just to encapsulate it down, because... Um, uh, yeah, I know about the nuclear uh, torpedoes, dude. <laughs> Let's wait and see. Let it burn. The regime has um, made a deep line of defense, and therefore the part of our army and the Donbass military units are using the technology, using uh, the people, and are freeing Donetsk People's Republic step by step in the towns and villages and uh, helping people who were turned into um, hostages by the Kiev. Wait, is YouTube not live? Oh, you know what? Ah, that's why uh, it's off in the restreamer. Ah, that sucks. All right, that explains a lot. Uh, let me know. Let me know if that works now. Go to go to the channel. Regime. Should be As you know, the professional online. army serving under contract are taking part in the special military operation. Uh, however, the volunteer units are fighting alongside them. They have different nationalities, professions, and ages. They are true patriots. They are protecting Russia and Donbass uh, upon the call of their hearts. In this regard, the Ministry of Defense was instructed by me in full to determine as soon as possible the legal status of those areas and also the units of Donetsk and Luhansk uh, People's Republics. They have to be the same as the professional military of the Russian army, including the social guarantees, medical and financial supplies. This is no small thing. Um, now, look. I remember after 9-11, speak about 9-11 again, but was, was there a conscription? I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was full on, but um, those in the home guard, whatever that sort of level of military, they were called up. And they were, they were sort of put on contracts. If I remember, it's something like eight years where they can still be called back once they're out of the military. And I think that was utilized a lot after 9-11. So um, in this instance, I don't, I, I don't believe Russia's doing anything that unusual. And I think that there's a... Well, if we're to believe what Russia says, that they had a peace treaty, right? with Ukraine in Turkey and then Boris Johnson flew into Ukraine and then um, that all went tits up and then more and more NATO weapons and mercenaries flooded into the country and um, the situation just kept escalating and escalating and you know what I think Russia was hoping would be a police action that Ukraine would um, yeah, go quietly into the night again i get the uh the desire for ukrainians that don't want to be part of russia that want to seek independence i get that 
I get that, but you don't go playing footsie with NATO and then not expect Russia to um, come in with uh, big guns. He's adding 300,000 men. Yeah, that that is about the troop numbers that were we put into, I want to say it was a million for the first one. And then I want, I want to say it was about three, 400,000 for um, the, the 9-11 campaigns. But military folks please uh, uh correct me if you want to call in and you are you've got some military background that um you can add some insight to this because i don't i i just sit here with the like you like a deer in the deer in the headlights going what the fuck is going on by warfare poisoned wells <laughs> mercenaries Ivan and Petrov slugging it out. Johnson is a major villain of the piece. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. Let's see. Petrov says, I'm only 50 miles from RAF, USF, USAF, CIA, Crowton. If it kicks off, I'll be glowing in the dark. Ah, it'll be click, quick, Pedro. We need to pay special attention to procurement for the units of the Donbass by uh, technology uh, and munitions. And our army, based on the decisions of the Ministry of Defense and the General uh, Command, have freed from the neo-Nazis the considerable territories of Kherson and Zaporozhye regions. So I mean, it's, it's interesting that he... Um, he, he fixates on the neo-nazi element um i would if i if i was vladimir i would i would be tilting more at nato saying look we know you, you're putting weapons and we're, we're pissed off about those laboratories and poisoned wells we know who met a biota are that's that's what they should be doing i think uh i think once once they point out who uh nathan wolf is jimmy good to see you bro Chris says my final statement before I perish see you on the other side right. the result there is a long line of um, military contact over a thousand kilometers and I want to say that publicly for the first time after the start of the special military operation also at the Istanbul negotiations um, uh, there was a very positive reaction to our proposals concerning ensuring the security of Russia. Well, so I want, I want to say uh, thank you to... Um, let's just see. Is that one new? Uh, someone in Philly. Much, much appreciated. Uh, 20 bucks. I'll add, I'll add all this to the title for the stereotactic payments and i think this one is uh new um uh florida as well yeah, americans are generous man look i really wish america could just shake off th this poisonous poisonous boa constrictor you've got wrapping around you because man i love the american people so generous so um so big-hearted and yeah, to 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 see donations and support coming in for the, for this project uh, really uh, really fills me with joy joy feelings. <laughs> the blank pill of uh, Putin. Putin isn't a bumbling idiot. 
Putin is a master tactician. I would, I, I'm of the opinion. You can argue whether he's right or wrong. You can, <laughs> you can. But he's he's been there for a, lo- a long, long time, and he he knows the ins and outs. And uh, you know, I think there's a tendency towards, um, well, he's he, he very much had this idea of getting Russia healthy. Right and sort of acting, uh, you could say it's that role model. Right, he tried to stop. You know, they had the lowest um, average age of mortality not that long ago, and they turned that around. They turned the the birth rates around, and you know, this is the this is the sort of thing that he was doing. He cared. I would say he he cared for his country, <laughs> unlike the rapscallions and reptiles that we've been. Um, We've been uh, lumbered with. It was obvious that the West was not happy with a peaceful decision. So after reaching certain compromises, they effectively were given a direct um, order to undermine the negotiations. And the Kiev regime started using new bands of foreign mercenaries and nationalists. And the army trained by NATO standards and actually commanded by the Western commanders. The repression regime intensified across the whole of Ukraine against its own citizens after the military coup in 2014. The politics of terror and intimidation against Russia becomes more and more barbaric and terrible. I want to stress that. And I, I agree, right, the, the, the constant push for Russophobia. And who does it? Well, uh, what's his name? Graham. And uh, who, who was the other one that was? Uh, is it? Oh, he's dead now. He's got a heart. Uh, uh, wow, what's his name? And they're in, they're in Russia. And they're they're basically speak, telling to the Nazis, "We've got your back. Go on, go, go, cause trouble." Th- that crowd, the Ukraine is heavily in love and holding Adolf in reverence, along with SS, considering that the Nazis, as a boogeyman argument, shut down conversation. He's bringing the definition back. Maybe Donbass people fear Ukrainian executions, as happened in Izium recently. If their towns fall, which is why I want integration with Russian pronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. There's going to be all kinds of sectarian back and forth um, if they don't get the uh, the borders solidified. And you know. Uh, does Russia stop then? Does it consolidate what it has and get people moved back, moved across those borders, or does it continue to push towards Kiev? And you know, right now, if you're mobilizing three hundred thousand troops, and you know, I, I can't remember what the standing army of Russia is like. It's in the few million, right? So it, it's not, it's it's not like total war for them, but. <laughs> that's that's significant disruption. Again, if you've been called up, that's your, that's your life turned upside down. Away from your wife and kids, if you're inclined that way, away from your job, away from, I don't know, studies, universities, being dragged into a horrible European theatre of war where trench, industrialised trench warfare has emerged and we're going into the winter months. <laughs> and they're, they're shelling nuclear power plants. And the, the, this talk 
goes right up to the discussion of nuclear weapons. Now, again, you know, people have, uh, I know in this community, there's, uh, there's uh, some differing views as to the nature of these weapons. Well, maybe we're about to get a, uh, <laughs> a lesson. Most people living in the territories... McCain, yes, thank you, Pedro. John McCain. ...from the neo-Nazis, and first of all, they are the Novorossia, historic... Uh, lands we're talking Kherson, Lugansk, Donetsk, Zaporozhye regions. They, you have seen the barbarities uh, of the neo-Nazis in the regions captured by them. Uh, the Banderas followers and the Nazi. Um, Why is this not the number one news story around the world? Um, the, uh, because we're the we're the enemy on the other side. Western globalist technocratic structures. And again, you know, you, you can switch into paranoia mode and say it's all theatrics. It's not theatrics for the people on the ground. We're the people on the ground. Now, if it's theatrics, Pappy Putin here is a bloody good actor. He comes across as someone who's pissed and he's... He came ready to lay the lay the pimp hand on some folks. Russians are persecuted in EU NATO membership. Yeah, I, I I get it, man. It's been going on for years and years. Russia hackers this. <laughs> it was never ending. In in at, at the same time, buying fuel from them. What what a perverse situation to be in. He's not acting. Uh, mercenaries are torturing uh, the peaceful citizens in Donetsk, Lugansk, People's Republics, Zaporozhye, uh, and uh, Kherson areas. Over seven and a half million people lived before the start of the military operation. Many of them were forced to become refugees. Um, those who are left are constantly bombarded by artillery and rocket attacks on the part of the neo-Nazis, uh, who attack hospitals and schools and uh, create acts of terror against the people. <laughs> Pedro says, if I was 30 years younger, I'd sign for Russia, knocking off the door of 60, I'd be more of a hindrance. Yeah, <laughs> same, bro. <laughs> I've got a, uh, I got iron build up in my brain. I ain't going anywhere. Citizens, we have no moral right to give people that idea to us to be butchered, and um, we need to give them a chance to determine. <laughs> Ike says at least everyone has stopped dribbling on about the lizard queen. Yeah, thank fuck, thank fuck for that. Just the the. Six weeks of maudlin <laughs> navel gazing that would have been coming. <laughs> yeah, at least it's put a stop to that. Thank you. Oh, Pappy Putin, please keep it coming. Keep it coming. In their own states, the parliaments of the DNR and the. Work uh, <laughs> <laughs> says I just hang around alert and parachute into every conversation about nukes. Um, look, dude, if you want it, I, I'm happy to have that conversation because. Um, this it, it it's being banded about right now as, as a um, threat, and um, you know I, I 
you have an interesting take on um, could, could early nuke explosions be explained away by TNT, large TNT explosions, chemical weapons, etc. Um, maybe I'm 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 just hedging my bets, and I've worked with nuclear chemistry. I think it's real. Now, and the administrations of Kherson and Zaporozhye regions have decided to hold referendums on joining Russia, and they asked Russia to support such a step. I shall stress, we will do all we can to ensure safe conditions for holding the referendums, for people to be able to express their will and decision in their future that will be made by the citizens of the DNR, the LNR, and Zaporozhye and Kherson regions will be supported by us. Dear friends, today our army, as I said, is acting at the military front line, exceeding a thousand kilometers, and they are facing not just the neo-Nazis, but the whole military machine of the collective West. In this yep. situation, yep. I'm... Someone, someone tell me he's wrong there. He's not. He he is dead on accurate. Whether it's arms or mercenaries, these quasi-private military companies, all shipping people in, it, it's gross. It's re- it really makes me despair for the the human race. It really does because again, this isn't this isn't Ukraine in a, in a sort of struggle here. This is this is about. Again, global NATO, Western powers getting in. And are, how are they being used to try to fracture? He's saying they're trying to fracture Russia. They want Russians at each other's throats and they want Russia's resources. It seems like a pretty accurate description of what's going on. Deem it's necessary to make the following. <laughs> Mark says nuclear chemistry is real. I wouldn't exactly... Uh, Slip over in the nuclear power plant being um, shelled by. Yeah, yeah, man. Decision, which is. Um, well, we got Scott Ritter's take. To the threat we'll we'll listen to that. For defense of our motherland, its sovereignty and territorial integrity, to ensure the security of our people and in the freed territories, I deem it necessary to support the proposal of the Ministry of Defense and the General Command for partial mobilization held in the Russian Federation. I stress it is partial mobilization. Um, Only those who are currently in reserve will be conscripted and also those who served is that word man and here you go folks here 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 it is all those that pushed for woke rad femme ideology now your daughters can get conscripted too how's that feel how's that feel <laughs> get dragged into european trench warfare <laughs> you had enough uh cheers mate uh breakfast of the dock uh donated 60 bucks uh look at that someone someone could throw in an 80 and we've uh we hit our total we hit our total from the stream last i think we've we we have uh hit it but it'd be nice to uh color in that last little section holly good to see you um if you want to paste those links <laughs> please do in the army have 
certain military um, professions and will be always given additional military training, taking into account the special military operation. The um, decree of partial mobilization has been signed. Officially, the chambers of the Federal um, Assembly and the State Duma will be informed. The mobilization events shall start today on the 21st of September. I task the heads of regions to provide all the necessary assess um, assistance to the military commissariats. I shall stress that Russian citizens called um, up as a part of mobil mobilization will be given all the guaranteed guarantees, uh, all the benefits of um, those serving under contract. The decree of partial mobilization um, encompasses additional measures to defend the state procurement. <laughs> yeah, we can have uh, we can have the Kuma when it hits 900. Procurement for defense uh, concerning the military technology and additional capacities. Its production. Uh, I, I'll, I'll say this: we can have um, we can have the Africa song. <laughs> we can have the Africa song at the end. Akuma and the African song. Essential matters uh, for supplying the defence factories shall be resolved by the government without delay. In its aggressive anti-Russian policy, the West has crossed all lines. We constantly hear threats against our people, and some irresponsible politicians in the West are speaking not just of the plans of um, providing Ukraine with long-range um, um, uh, military systems that would be able to hit the regions of Russia. That is already happening. Uh, we're talking about the uh, border areas, including Belgorod region, and the systems using uh, strategic drones. Um, um, Hoplite says Putin is a pro-Western, fluent German speaker and sees Ukrainians as a brother nation. Many Russians think him too moderate. Um, that's... Uh, In my understanding, I, I, I'm inclined to feel that Putin feels a lot of um, internal co conflicts about what's going on right now. And I think you saw that in how they how they prosecuted the campaign from the beginning in, in that, you know, they kept things intact. They were hoping that there would be a negotiation. There was a negotiation. And Boris Johnson went in there and pff, screwed it all up. Screwed it all up. Got to got to keep those uh, got to keep those backdoor money channels open and human trafficking alleyways uh, intact, right? In uh, doing reconnaissance across the whole of the Russians south, and there are plans in Washington and Brussels to move the military action onto the Russian 
territory. They're not just talking about Russia being completely destroyed a battlefield, talking about political, cultural, and all the types of sovereignty with complete uh, pillage. Now they're talking about nuclear um, blackmail. Uh, the Zaporozhye nuclear power plant was shelled, and also some high-positioned representatives of leading NATO states were saying that there might be possibility and um, permissibility to use nuclear weapons against Russia. Those that allow such statements shall be reminded that our country also has various uh, weapons of destruction, and with regard to certain components, they're even more modern than the NATO ones. And if there is a threat to the territorial integrity of our country and for protecting our people, we will certainly use all the means available to us. And I'm not bluffing. Russian citizens can be certain that the territorial integrity of our motherland, our freedom and uh, independence shall be secured. I shall stress by all means available to us. And those trying to blackmail us with nuclear weapons should know that um, the tables can turn on them. In our historic tradition, our people had it in their destiny to stop those who are trying to subjugate our motherland and divide it. And we will do that now. It will happen. I believe in your support. Oof. That, that is a historic speech right there. End, ending with um, escalation to nuclear war. Now, again, whether whether the missiles actually fly, there's a whole set of mechanisms that kick in around that state. And uh, Putin induces JFK stuff in there. Well, wow, bam. Um, again, man, I, I I'm 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 disturbed by the West's position at the moment. Uh, it doesn't speak for me. Um, everything, like I say, in, if I at a, at a slightly, if I'm not abstracting out into paranoia land, um, the the demands being being made by the Russians are the ones that sound the most reasonable. Demilitarify uh, the the its borders, please. NATO can't be trusted. I think someone said in the chat earlier that. Russia was promised access to all free markets and, you know, it was going to become part of the global community, etc. And they were stabbed in the back, pretty much. And, you know, I'm not sure how much I buy all the, oh, Putin's going around assassinating people left, right and centre and uh, the skirples in uh, the UK. That could just as easily been an MI5, MI6 psyop. And again, we're, why don't they expose 9-11? Look, man, maybe they don't have that much. Maybe it's coming. I don't know. But I do know I want to hit the cooming button. Come on, so I'll make it hit 900. <laughs> it would be the end for the West. Um, it'd be the end for a lot, a lot of people. Now, look, do it. I'm, I'm of the opinion that should there be a nuclear exchange, as I understand it, even, yeah, look, 
do I think the nuclear winter hypothesis is this be-all, end-all scenario? Not really. And I think if you're outside immediate blast zones, etc., and you can organise collectives, you, you probably get through. It'll take you back to the 17th, 18th century. But, um, you know, the... the the real question is what what's what's going to happen with the people around you that's that's the the question here uh porting down nearby the sparkles yeah nothing fishy there <laughs> nothing fishy at all you know i applied for a job at porting down once <laughs> glad i didn't get it Uh, let's see. Exposing 9-11 will make Putin on edge with Russian Jews. He's not stupid. The Americans should expose 9-11. Well, look, um, Putin has... Um, Putin has expelled Habad Lubavitch-type organizations in the last few months. Gone and closed them down. I don't think he's messing about. He saw Israel trying to maneuver to have their pipelines running into Europe. And I don't, I don't think he's, um, he's gonna have that in any shape or form. I don't. Now let's let's see what uh, old Scotty Ritter. Um, Scott says some initial thoughts on Russia's partial mobilization. First and foremost, this represents a new phase in the Russian-Ukrainian conflict, namely the fact that Russia is fighting the NATO alliance as opposed to just Ukraine. Yeah, so it, you know it's about time Russia accepted that reality. For sure. To respond to this threat, Russia is creating a new reality of its own, namely to transition from a fight that had Russia working with allies and operating on foreign soil to Russia defending the motherland. Partial mobilization is being connected in parallel with political referendums that will see the Donbass and other Ukrainian territory be absorbed into the Russian Federation. We spoke about that earlier. This absorption will fundamentally alter the legal foundations of the conflict, while the referendums currently being considered only impact lands under current Russian occupation. Putin spoke of the need to free all of Novo Russia, Russia from the yoke of Ukrainian tyranny. I believe the absorption of Ukrainian territory will be expanded at some point to include Odessa and Kharkov. Yeah, I, I don't believe that Russia would, would be stupid enough to leave coastal tracks open to allow shipping to be dropping off whatever. Weapons from, who knows, well, the US. Ardy, good to see you, bro. The mobilization of 300,000 men, as well as the announced goal of bringing all other units up to the standards of the Russian army, will not happen overnight. Russia will be forming new units, and this takes time. I believe we'll see a strategic pause while Russia completes its partial mobilization. This pause will be marked by heavy fighting as Ukraine will seek to disrupt the referendums and alter the geography of the battlefield. But once Russia consolidates the new territory politically and accrues the necessary military capacity, I believe that we are looking at the physical destruction of the Ukrainian nation as the end game for this conflict. Yeah, I think so. I also believe there's nothing NATO can do to alter this reality. More to follow. It's dark, man. Uh, tech tip jar. Glad to be able to help your efforts. Um, I will. And uh, let's see. Oh, there's a fifty in there, so I'll I'll change that to it's at eight seventy thirty to thirty to make the kuma. 
30 to make the Kuma. I want I want to fill the whole red thing in though. Can I do that manually? Let me just see. Uh, alert box. It's not that one, is it? Ah, I can never remember. Uh, Jits. Reset goal. Right. And uh we we got to a I'll I'll make it I'll make it easy. <laughs> I'll I'll say oh. Wait. How do you do it? Settings? Manage goal. Ah, I had it all set up. Yeah, just bear with me. Can I find some uh, keynote to play? Let's let's just get some talking heads here uh, whilst I try and sort this out. Um, Ukraine war behind Russia's abandoned lines. Let's have a look at that. This Russian tank is having a makeover. Ukrainian troops now in command. Russia's retreat from the Kharkiv region is being captured in celebratory pictures. One soldier who's part of Ukraine's offensive described what he saw. The military volunteer showed us what he said had been a base for Russian troops on the edge of the city of Izium, abandoned less than a week ago. This place was where Russian soldiers came to fix their vehicles. You can see here the Z marking what was a Russian military vehicle. Clearly the Ukrainians knew that as well. And judging by the enormous hole in the ceiling and the devastation all around, they struck this place as part of their counter-offensive that pushed the Russians out. They fled in a hurry. So this is where they used to live? Russian bronzelet. Oh, body armor. Yeah, so there's, there's jars of what look like pickles or something. Um, there's bits of clothes all over the floor. We've seen a prayer book uh, as well. Boxes of ammunition were also discarded. Russian. 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 Ukraine wants the world to know its city is back under control. The significance of the win even marked by a visit from the president, flanked by his commanders. Izium is free, but it's hurting after months of war. A cluster bomb killed Yuri's wife. The suffering is everywhere. This man uses a wood stove to heat tea and soup for the few neighbours who stayed in his apartment block through the Russian shelling. 
полностью надо восстановить дома. Застеклить, дать свет, дать газ, дать воду. Все. Yeah, I'll take links right now as I try to, uh, the total is up, and uh, come into a town near you. Yeah. Yep, yep. And like I said, I don't think we'll get much on in the way of Sky. Let's uh, let's switch over to Telegram. Let's have a look at Slavengrad. You had enough? JD, thank you. We can release... Release the Cuba. We made our total. Coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> I'll take fog of war for four hundred. Yeah, it's um, it's disturbing. All right, so let's see what we have here. On the eve of the referendum, neo-Nazis are taking a number of actions on the Krasnogovra... I, I, I don't know how you say that. Staromokolovka front, which allowed drawing conclusions about the impending strike. In particular, the militants of the UG terrorist group are removing minefields and again demonstrating UAV activity over the Petrovsky district of Donetsk. Um... You know, there's uh, what's the channel? Horatius linked me. It he does uh, pretty good breakdowns of uh, what's going on. But I'm just I'm just looking for video right now of just to try and get an idea of. But you know what what this tells me is that there's a the retreat of the Russians was quite substantial. Talking about the partial mobilization, we will only mobilize those citizens who are currently in the reserve. And first of all, those who have experience. This is a, a massive um, escalation. Hold on, Adolf. What can I say? Uh, Aurora Storm says, this is the first occasion I've had of the dark. Hope you're okay, feeling better now. Um, Aurora, thank you. Yeah, um, I have to say uh, that I've um, been able to modify my treatment regimen. And part of that regimen is more focused on uh, regenerative medicine. And the... Um, I've noticed a significant difference within days of starting it. And what is the basis for that medicine? One is the product of uh, a specific form of stem cell. I want to go through that paper, but I'm just I'm trying to grab a handle on what's going on in Ukraine. And these are monumental moments and... 
Let's see. DJ says, tactical regrouping and the Ukrainians got their cheeks blown on most of their offensive. Maybe. Maybe. But it would appear the Russians did too. And the other components of the regenerative therapy is um, testosterone supplement and testosterone-like anabolic steroids. And it's made a significant difference in days. So today, I was able to do housework and work outside and have energy for streaming. Usually, I would do one of those things per week, and I've been managing it every day. And so I will devote a stream going through the paper about these growth factors. Um, like I say, I'm, I have them available. I think they they certainly are intriguing in terms of therapies because look you can put all the nutrition etc into your body but unless there's the cell signaling there to utilize them you're just making expensive urine and this, this is um you got covid balls and doc good to hear you're doing better maples you want to you want to um have a check this out um, as I told everyone that there was uh, significant neurological components to um, SARS. Let me show you my scan from 2017 and then from last week. And um, it doesn't, uh, doesn't it look good. Gonna do that. Um, I don't drink carbonated water or anything like that. Um, uh, sugary drinks or anything. Um, I've been. Um, I've been just immobilized since SARS. And like I say, I was recovering from um, mild TBI, but again, it's a life-changing thing to happen and anyway this is a scan from 2017 let me um i'm gonna have to speak to them about their image format but um oh you know what I've, i might have uh be able to do this do this and Come here. Come here, come here, come here. So on this side you can see the most recent scan. 
and there is a significant hypo intent T2 hypo intensity in GPE and that's an, and you can see it spreading into the uh, pudumen as well and that's a classic signature for um, well they'll say idiopathic parkinsons but that's that's my brain over the space of um uh two years um again i've i've looked into the redox therapy i don't know where i would start with that to tell the truth um if someone knows anyone that does that type of thing i'd happily um give it a try um and uh, rotten politics good to see you bro but again um uh, you know, you could argue that the injury was there maybe already. I think it just got accelerated by SARS, and this is the consequence. So make of it what you will. But I've, as a as a change, what I've done is, um, like I say, I've been, I've got access to these stem cell growth factors, cytokine signaling molecules, um, testosterone. Uh, cream basically and anabolic testosterone steroids and i've noticed an immediate immediate difference needs a metal detox protocol maybe uh that's why the ancients revere maybe look i, t I take a ton of antioxidants let's say it hasn't hasn't done anything start the start the hormone therapy and the the cell signaling therapy huge difference huge huge difference and um you know you can normally tell when a therapy is a good and <laughs> but anyway that's 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 my sort of health but if i'm just scrolling through here right now just to see if i see oh, what's this That's why it had that Benny Hill feel. Look at the craters in the ground, man. Oh, 
anyone from the military watching this why are they why would they be doing this in the day why why would you be making troop movements in the day to uh, or just to be picked off by artillery it's uh my heart you have my soul you have my whole you have my control love me tender love me sweet with you i know is coming the pandemic dynamics are changing we can see that in the east right now something something has changed around the and again whether this is due to vaccination or not i I would argue that's still somewhat of an open question i think the data leans more towards um unforeseen consequent not maybe not unforeseen i think it was unforeseen but the um, you, you've got an escalating war in Europe. You've got Europe that's basically rationing fuel, g- 
because it can't get any anywhere. What is is Russia going to start torpedoing tankers on the on the way to? Uh, are we literally going to that point? I mean, how long how long does it take? In theory, how long does it take to go from? Okay, you're mobilizing three hundred thousand men. Um, NATO's going to respond, obviously, to the point where tactical weapons do get rolled out. What what mechanisms are in place to stop them? And looking at Putin, he doesn't seem like he's interested in talking to anyone, especially not from the West. I mean, you know, George Bush said he'll be over by Christmas. The world has gone to shit. I don't know. Um, uh, <laughs> imagine getting blown up to mincemeat and your enemy shows your demise with this music. There has to be part of demoralization psyops. It's too much for Cloud World. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, Ukrainian Deputy Premier yeah, threatens participants of future referendums with jail. Okay. Wow. I mean, serious, serious escalation. back <laughs> nice just for uh nick if you're watching dude there you go <laughs> nice shooter what is that tank yeah sometimes you have to just do it at double speed I mean, it's not like the tanks explode into big balls of flame anymore, but yeah, I wonder how functional they're. Where's Armchair Warlord where you need him? <laughs> Come on, hey, Double Explain this shit to me. Hit it again. If it's got no music, then the keynote's no good. Okay. Uh, intelligence briefing. I want, if anyone has a link to the uh, the general. Uh, the head of the military forces. Apparently he gave an interview. I haven't seen that yet. I would like to. Uh, if anyone has a link to that, uh, please drop it in the chat. We'll, we'll watch it. If not, I'll segue into the bio-warfare. Just more more Putin. More Pappy Putin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Biden's comments on the matter. Uh, go to war, no debt from the bank. Um, <laughs> perhaps that was Putin playing World of Warcraft. They have his game station directly linked. He probably has vodka and Doritos and everything. I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, has, has anyone got a link to the um, Biden talking? Let's let's. Uh, where do I where do I find Biden live? Fox News. 
Live. Oh, it was there. Wait, wait. R. Biden Jr., President of the United States of America, and invite him to address the Assembly. Thank you. Mr. President, Mr. Secretary General, my fellow leaders, in the last year, our world has experienced great upheaval. A growing crisis in food insecurity, record heat, floods, and droughts. Oh my God, man! Like I, I am ideologically opposed to these people on every, every subject matter. COVID nineteen. You started that. You started that. Needless war. You started that. The war chosen by one man, to be very blunt. <laughs> I get to fuck. speak plainly. A permanent member of the United Nations Security Council invaded its neighbor, attempted to erase a sovereign state from the map. Russia has shamelessly violated the core tenets of the United Nations Charter. No more important than the clear prohibition against countries taking the territory of their neighbor by force. Again, just today, President Putin has made overt nuclear threats against Europe and a reckless disregard for the responsibilities of the non-proliferation regime. Now, Russia is calling, calling up more soldiers to join the fight, and the Kremlin is organizing a sham referenda to try to annex parts of Ukraine, an extremely <coughs> significant violation of the UN Charter. This world should see these outrageous acts for what they are. I, I, let's say, um, I'm, I'm not buying what he's selling here, fuck. I'm not. I uh, can't listen to him. Putin claims he had to act because Russia was threatened. But no one threatened Russia. And no one other than Russia sought conflict. In fact, we warned... It was coming, and with many of you, we worked to aver- try to avert it. Putin's own words make his true purpose unmistakable. Just before he invaded, Putin asserted, and I quote, Ukraine was created by Russia and never had, quote, real statehood. And now we see attacks on schools, railway stations, hospitals, one on centers of Ukrainian history and culture. In the past, even more horrifying evidence of Russia's atrocity and war crimes. Mass graves uncovered in Izium. Bodies, according to those who um, excavated those bodies, showing signs of torture. This war is about extinguishing Ukraine's right to exist as a state, plain and simple. And wants Ukraine's to crush right Russia and wants the to... UN to do it. Yep, I think so. Exist 
as a people. Whoever you are, wherever you live, whatever you believe, that should not, that should make your blood run cold. That's why 141 nations in the General Assembly came together and to unequivocally condemn Russia's war against Ukraine. The United States has marshaled massive levels of security assistance and humanitarian aid and direct economic support for Ukraine. More than $25 billion to date. Our allies and partners around the world have stepped up as well. And today, more than 40 countries represented in here have contributed billions of their own money and equipment. So uh, an, an, a NATO proxy war against Russia then is what you're saying. And you were looking to uh, punch into the Donbass and try and retake Crimea. Okay. To help Ukraine defend itself. The United States is also working closely with our allies and partners to impose costs on Russia to deter attacks against NATO territory. <laughs> He's another one mixed up in this fucking bio warfare. They're trying to erase their crimes, folks. Don't let them get away with it. To hold Russia accountable for the atrocities and war crimes. Because if nations can pursue their imperial ambitions without consequences, then we put at risk everything this very institution stands for. Everything. Every victory won on the battlefield. But the enforcement of global homo and uh, the erasing of... uh... Sovereign nations that don't want to capitulate to the banking cartel. Okay, yeah, we got that. We've understood that over the last 20 years. We've had a fine lesson in it. Thanks. I don't want it anymore. Take your forever wars and stick them in that gaping, sagging black hole you drag between your legs. War pigs puppet with a presidential signature from a demented dimwit. Yeah. Yeah. It belongs to the courageous Ukrainian soldiers. But this past year, the world was tested as well, and we did not hesitate. We chose liberty. We chose sovereignty. We, cho- we chose principles to which every party to the United Nations Charter is beholding. We stood with Ukraine. Like you, the United States wants this war to end on just terms, on terms we all signed up for that you cannot seize a nation's territory by force. That the only country standing in the way of that is Russia. So we, each of us in this body, who determined to uphold the principles and beliefs we pledge to defend as members of the United Nations, must be clear, firm, and unwavering in our resolve. Ukraine has the same rights that belong to every sovereign nation. We will stand in solidarity with Ukraine. We will stand in solidarity against Russia's aggression, period. And again, this this is the culmination of uh, the Dems talking points for the last 10 years. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not, I don't want my kids involved in these forever wars. It's just the military industrial complex doing its thing. And you have to withdraw consent. You can say no to it. Uh, you may want to play the 10-minute clip I made of Vaden from 10 years ago. Uh, give me a link, Mark. I'll, I'll happily play it. Now, it's no secret that in the contest 
between democracy and autocracy, the United States and I, as President, champion a vision for our world that's grounded in the values of democracy. The United States is determined to defend and strengthen democracy at home and around the world, because I believe democracy remains humanity's greatest instrument to address the challenges of our time. We're working with the G7 and like-minded countries to prove DJ democracy. DJ says this kind of sounds like a declaration of war. Yeah, it fucking does. <laughs> it does. Let's say this last 24 hours has been bananas. Phoenix says democracy, Ukraine banned the opposition. Uh, yeah. Deliver for their citizens, but also deliver for the rest of the world as well. But as we meet today, the UN, Charter, the UN Charter's very basis of a stable and just rule-based order is under attack by those who wish to tear it down or destroy Global it for their own political advantage. Order. I don't want it. And the United S- Nations Charter it. was not only signed by democracies of the world, it was negotiated among citizens, dozens of nations, with vastly different histories and ideologies, united in their commitment to work for peace. As President Truman said in 1945, the UN Charter, and I quote, is proof that nations like men can state their differences, can face them, and then can find common ground. And uh, uh, Russia hasn't tried to do that? <laughs> the reality inversion that just keeps taking place, it, it's mind-blowing to me. Like, reality just starts to get that little bit more slippery. ...to stand, end of quote. That common ground was so straightforward, so basic, that today 193 of you 193 member states have willingly embraced his principles. And standing up for those principles for the UN Charter is the job of every responsible member state. Kettle makes a a great point. If this was about democracy, we'd have sent observers to the upcoming referendums instead of just sending weapons. Yeah. I reject the use of violence and war to conquer nations or... Wow. I don't know what to say to that. And borders through bloodshed. To stand against global politics of fear and coercion. To defend the sovereign rights of smaller nations as equal to those of larger ones. To embrace basic principles like freedom of navigation, respect for international law, and arms control. No matter what else we may disagree on, That is the common ground upon which we must stand. If you're still committed to a strong foundation for the good of every nation around the world, then the United States wants to work with you. I also believe the time has come for this institution to become more inclusive so that it can better respond. (laughs) There's global homo for you. So we've had had environmentalism and uh, inclusivity, gender... (laughs) <laughs> this is great. The needs of today's world. Members of the UN Security Council, including the United States, should consistently uphold and defend the UN Charter and refrain, refrain from the use of the veto. 
except in rare, extraordinary situations, to ensure that the Council remains credible and effective. That is also why the United States supports increasing the number of both permanent and non-permanent representatives of the Council. This includes permanent seats for those nations we have long supported and permanent seats for countries in Africa, Latin America, and the Caribbean. The United States is committed to this vital work. In every region, we pursued new, constructive ways to work with partners to advance shared interests, from elevating the Quad in the Indo-Pacific to signing the Los Angeles Declaration of Migration and Protection at the Summit of the Americas, to joining a historic meeting of nine Arab leaders to work toward a more peaceful, integrated Middle East, to hosting the U.S.-Africa Leaders Summit in this December. As I said last year, the United States is opening an era of relentless diplomacy to address the challenges that matter most to people's lives, all people's lives, tackling climate crisis, as the previous speaker spoke to, strengthening global health security, feeding the world, feeding the world. We made that priority, and one year later, we're keeping that promise. From the day I came to office, We've led with bold climate agenda. We rejoined the Paris Agreement, convened the major climate summits, helped deliver critical agreements on the COP26. Set up the prison for the next industrial revolution. I don't want any of it. Stick it up your ass, Joe. <laughs> I want to see it. We helped get two-thirds of the world's GDP on track to limit warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius. And now... I've signed a historic piece of legislation here in the United States that includes the biggest, most important climate commitment we have ever made in the history of our country, $369 billion toward climate change. That includes tens of billions in new investments in offshore wind and solar, doubling down on zero-emission vehicles, increasing energy efficiency, supporting clean manufacturing, our Department of Energy estimates that this new law will reduce U.S. emissions by one gigaton a year by 2030, while unleashing a new era of clean energy-powered economic growth. Our investments will also help reduce the cost of developing clean energy technologies worldwide, not just in the United States. <clears throat> this is a global game-changer, and none too soon we don't have much time. We all know we're already living in a climate crisis. No one seems to doubt it after this past year. We meet, we meet, much of past we meet, much of Pakistan is still underwater, needs help. Meanwhile, the Horn of Africa faces unprecedented drought. Families are facing impossible choices, choosing which child to feed and wondering whether they'll survive. This is the human cost of climate change, and it's growing, not lessening. So as I announced last year, to meet our global responsibility, my administration is working with our Congress to deliver more than $11 billion a year to international climate finance, to help lower-income countries implement their climate goals and ensure a just energy transition. The key Part of that will be our PEPFAR plan, which will help half a billion people in especially vulnerable countries 
adapt to the impacts of climate change and build resilience. This need is enormous. So let this be the moment we find within ourselves the will to turn back the tide of climate devastation, the devastation and unlock a resilient, sustainable, clean energy economy to preserve our planet. On global health, we've delivered more than 620 million doses of COVID-19 vaccine to 116 countries around the world, with more available to help meet countries' needs. All free of charge, no strings attached, and we're working closely with the G20 and other countries in the United States help lead the change to establish a groundbreaking new fund for pandemic prevention, preparedness, and response at the World Bank. At the same time, we've continued to advance the ball on enduring global health challenges. Later today, I'll host the seventh replenishment conference for the Global Fund to fight AIDS, tuberculosis, and malaria. With bipartisan support in our Congress, I have pledged to contribute up to $6 billion to that effort. So I look forward to welcoming a historic round of pledges at the conference, resulting in one of the largest global health fundraisers ever held in Order our one health agenda is on here as well. We're also taking down the food crisis head on. With as many as 193 million people around the world experience acute, acute food insecurity. A jump of 40 million in a year. Today I'm announcing another $2.9 billion in U.S. support for life-saving humanitarian and food security assistance for this year alone. Russia, in the meantime, is pumping out lies, trying to pin the blame for the crisis, the food crisis, on the sanctions imposed by many in the world for the aggression against Ukraine. So let me be perfectly clear about something. Our sanctions explicitly allow, explicitly allow Russia the ability to export food and fertilizer. No limitation. It's Russia's war that is worsening food insecurity, and only Russia can end it. I'm grateful for the work here at the UN including your leadership, Mr. Secretary-General, establishing a mechanism to export grain from black sea ports in Ukraine that Russia had blocked for months, and we need to make sure it's extended. We believe strongly in the need to feed the world. That's why the United States is the world's largest supporter of the World Food Program, with more than 40 percent of its budget. We're leading support the leading support of the UNICEF efforts to feed children around the world. To take on a larger challenge of food insecurity, the United States introduced a call to action, a roadmap eliminating global food insecurity, to eliminating global food insecurity. Did Russia get a chance to respond to this? nation member states have already supported. In June, the G7 announced more than $4.5 billion to strengthen food security around the world through USAID's Feed the Future initiative. The United States is scaling up innovative ways to get drought and heat-resistant seeds into the hands of farmers who need them, while distributing fertilizer and improving fertilizer efficiency so that farmers can grow more 
while using less. And we're calling on all countries to refrain from banning food exports or hoarding grain while so many people are suffering. Because in every country in the world, no matter what else divides us, if parents cannot feed their children, nothing, nothing else matters if parents cannot feed their children. As we look to the future, we're working with our partners to update and create rules of the road for new challenges we face in the 21st century. We launched the Trade and Technology Council with the European Union to ensure that key technologies, key technologies are developed and governed in the way that benefits everyone. With our partner countries and through the UN, we're supporting and strengthening the norms of responsibility, responsible state behavior in cyberspace, and working to hold accountable those who use cyber attacks to threaten international peace and security. With partners in the Americas, Africa, Europe, and the Middle East, and the Indo-Pacific, we're working to build a new economic uh, ecosystem well, where every nation, every nation gets a fair shot and economic growth is resilient, sustainable, and shared. That's why the United States has championed a global minimum tax, and we will work to see it implemented so major corporations pay their fair share everywhere, everywhere. It's also been the idea behind the Indo-Pacific Economic Framework, which the United States launched this year with 13 other Indo-Pacific economies. We're working with our partners in ASEAN and the Pacific Islands to support a vision for a critical Indo-Pacific region that is free and open, connected and prosperous, secure and resilient. Together with partners around the world, we're working to secure resilient supply chains that protect everyone from coercion or domination and ensure that no country can use energy as a weapon. And as Russia's war rolls, riles the global economy, we're also calling on major global creditors, including the non-Paris Club countries, to transparently negotiate debt forgiveness for lower-income countries, to forestall broader economic and political crisis around the world. Instead of infrastructure projects that generate huge and large debt without delivering on the promised advantages, let's meet the enormous infrastructure needs around the world with transparent investments, high standard projects. <laughs> He's blown all of those. Every one of those schemes and everything. You can't trust anyone sitting here uh, thinking, oh, that's great. Bravo. Bravo, Joe Biden. And I'm telling you, this is all because they know they've been caught with their hands in the cookie jar in Ukraine. This is why you're getting the escalation. The biowarfare programs. That protect the rights of workers and the environment. Key to the needs of the communities they serve, not to the contributor. That's why the United States, together with fellow G7 partners, launched a partnership for global infrastructure and investment. God, I hope the Russians get a chance to respond to this. collectively mobilize. $600 billion in investment through this partnership by 2027. Dozens of projects are already underway. Industrial-scale vaccine manufacturing in Senegal. Transformative solar projects. Fuck these First-of-its-kind small modular nuclear power plant in Romania. These are investments that are going to deliver returns not just for those countries, but for everyone. 
The United States will work with every nation, including our competitors, to solve global problems like climate change. Climate diplomacy is not a favor to the United States or any other nation. And walking away hurts the entire world. Yeah, this is life, Sandra. Let We're just having a declaration the of war the United States from both, both sides, Putin as and now shifting Biden. Geopolitical trends, the United States will conduct itself as a reasonable leader. We do not seek conflict. We do not seek a Cold War. We do not ask any nation to choose between the United States or any other partner. But the United States will be unabashed in promoting our vision of a free, open, secure, and prosperous world and what we have to offer communities and nations. That. Investments that are designed not to foster dependency, but to alleviate burdens and help nations become self-sufficient. Partnerships not to create political obligation, but because we know our own success, each of our successes increased when other nations succeed as well. When individuals have the chance to live in dignity and develop their talents, everyone benefits. Critical of that is living up to the highest goals of this institution, increasing peace and security for everyone, everywhere. The United States will not waver in our unrelenting determination Only to counter the continuing terrorist <laughs> threats to our world. And we will lead with our diplomacy to strive for peaceful resolution of conflicts. We seek to uphold peace and stability across the Taiwan Straits. We remain committed to our one China policy, which has helped prevent conflict for four decades. And we continue to oppose unilateral changes in the status quo by either side. We support an African Union-led peace process to end the fighting in Ethiopia, restore security for all its people. In Venezuela, where years of political oppression have driven more than six million people from that country, we urge the Venezuelan-led dialogue and return to free and fair elections. We continue to stand with our neighbor in Haiti as it faces political fuel gang and, uh, violence. Traffic, their children. Enormous human crisis. And we call on the world to do the same. We have more to do. We'll continue to back a UN-mediated truce in Yemen, which has delivered precious months of peace to people that have suffered years of war. And we will continue to advocate for lasting negotiating peace between the Jewish and democratic state of Israel and the Palestinian people. The United States is committed to Israel's security full stop. Oh, no. And a negotiated two-state solution remains, in our view, the best way to ensure Israel's security and prosperity for the future and give the Palestinians the state which, to which they are entitled. Both sides to fully respect the equal rights of their citizens. Both people enjoy an equal measure of freedom and dignity. Let me also urge every nation to recommit to strengthening the nuclear non-proliferation regime through diplomacy. No matter what else is happening in the world, the United States is ready to pursue critical arms control measures. A uh, except on the borders of Russia, of course. be won and must never be fought. The five permanent members of the Security Council just reaffirmed that commitment in January. But today, we're seeing disturbing trends. Russia shunned 
the non-proliferation proliferation, proliferation ideals embraced by every other nation at the 10th NPT Review Conference. And again, today, as I said, they're making irresponsible nuclear threats to use nuclear weapons. China is conducting an unprecedented concerning nuclear buildup without any transparency. Despite our efforts to begin serious and sustained diplomacy, the Democratic People's Republic about the bioweapons, Joe. Tell us about the bioweapons. And while the United States is prepared for a mutual return to the joint comprehensive plan of action, if Iran steps up to its obligations, the United States is clear. We will not allow Iran to acquire a nuclear weapon. I continue to believe that diplomacy is the best way to achieve this outcome. The non-proliferation regime is one of the greatest successes of this institution. We cannot let the world now slide backwards, nor can we turn a blind eye to the erosion of human rights, perhaps singular among this body's achievements stands the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, which is the standard by which our forebears challenged us to measure ourselves. They made clear in 1948, human rights are the basis for all that we seek to achieve. And yet today, in 2022, fundamental freedoms are at risk in every part of our world, from the violations of in Xinjiang, Detailed recent reports by the Office of UN and U.S. reports detailing by the U.S. High Commissioner, to the horrible abuses against pro-democracy activists and ethnic minorities by the military regime in Burma, to the increased repression of women and girls by the Taliban in Afghanistan. And today, we stand with the brave citizens and the brave women of Iran who right now are demonstrating to secure their basic rights. But here's what I know. The future will be won by those countries that unleash the full potential of their populations, where women and girls can exercise equal rights, including basic reproductive rights, and contribute fully to building a stronger economies and more resilient society. This is just repulsive Religious to me. Religious and ethnic minorities can live their lives without <clears throat> harassment and contribute to the fabric of their communities. Where the LGBT where they can become tax slaves. Community individuals. Oh no! Live and love freely without being targeted with violence. It had to. It had to be in there. Global homo in your face. Including basic reproductive rights and contribute fully to building a stronger economies and more resilient societies. Religious and ethnic minorities can live their lives without harassment and contribute to the fabric of their communities. We're the LGBTQ plus community individuals. The P. The pedos. That's what they want. They want to normalize coming for your kids. Fuck these gaffers! Never! Live and love freely without being targeted with violence. Where citizens can question and criticize their leaders without fear of reprisal. The United States will always promote human rights and the values enshrined in the UN Charter in our own country and around the world. Let me end with this. This institution, guided by the UN Charter and the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, is at its core an act of dauntless hope. Let me say that again. 
It's an act of dauntless hope. Yeah, it's it, it, it literally turning LGBTQ into a religion. That, that's what just happened there. That's just unbelievable, man. I say no. I don't want it. We know where it goes. Think about the vision of those first delegates who undertook a seemingly impossible task while the world was still smoldering. Think about how divided the people of the world must have felt with the fresh grief of millions dead, the genocidal horrors of the Holocaust exposed. Oh, God, it had to, it had to be in there as well, didn't it? believe only the worst of humanity. Instead, they reached for what was best in all of us, and they strove to build something Putin, better. Please press that red button now. Enduring peace, comity among nations, equal rights for every member of the human family, cooperation for the advancement of all humankind. My fellow leaders, the challenges we face today are great indeed, but our capacity is greater. Our commitment must be greater still. So let's stand together to again declare the unmistakable resolve that nations of the world are united still, that we stand for the values of the UN Charter, that we still believe by working together we can bend the arc of history toward a freer and more just world for all our children, although none of us have fully achieved Enough is enough. We're not passive witnesses to history. We are the authors of history. We can do this. We have to do it for ourselves and for our future, for humankind. Thank you for tolerance for listening to me. I appreciate it very much. God bless you all. On behalf of the General Assembly, I wish to thank the President of the United States of America for the statement just made. And I request the protocol to escort His Excellency. May I request representatives to remain seated while we suspend the meeting for five minutes before resuming to hear the... I want to hear the Russians. ...organizing a sham referendum to try to annex parts of Ukraine and extremely soldiers join the... ...every... ...has grounded... ...United Nations Charter to conquer nations or expand borders... ...the Quad in the Indo-Pacific, to signing the Los Angeles Declaration of Migration and Protection at the Summit of the Americas, to joining a historic meeting of nine Arab leaders to work toward a more peaceful, integrated Middle East, to hosting the U.S.-Africa leaders... Well, what's the matter with you? Fuck these gaffers! Work, dummy. Summit in this December. As I said last year, you know. Ah, my keyboard's all messed up. ...to the challenges that matter most to people's lives, all people's lives. Tackling climate crisis, as the previous speaker, speaker spoke to. Strengthening global health security. Feeding the world. Feeding the world. All right, let's get a we history lesson from uh, Houstonic Live. From the day I came to office, we've led with bold climate agenda. We rejoined the Paris Agreement and being the major climate summits. Helped deliver critical agreements on... Let's listen about... Uh, Biden on bioweapons and nukes. Do we lose the...
increasing energy efficiency, supporting. So U.S. foreign policy speech. Our priorities, I think, are a little out of whack. I've said and I'll say it again. We should be fully funding the military and defending ourselves at home and abroad against the more likely threats of short-range cruise missiles or biological terrorism. Last week, the Foreign Relations Committee began hearings on how to build a so-called homeland defense. The Department of Homeland Security was envisioned before September 11, 2001. To protect our military from bioterrorism, pathogens, and chemical attacks. On how we can jumpstart the destruction of Russia's massive chemical weapons stockpile and secure all our nuclear materials. Russia's biochemical weapons stockpile, this was before Dr. Bruce Ivins, who was totally innocent, was framed in 2008, just before his suicide. Nice work, Dr. Nancy Haywood. Haywood? The very day they send up a budget that tells us they are going to increase by uh, $8.7 billion our missile defense initiative, they cut the program that exists between us and Russia to help them destroy their chemical weapons, keep their scientists from being for sale, and destroy their nuclear weapons. We should work with Russia and China and all of our allies to stem proliferation of weapons of mass destruction. We should Let's put the cost and the effectiveness of this missile defense system being discussed today in some context. So that the cheapest realistic system suggested, national missile defense... Mark just uh, wanted me to reiterate that this is September 10th, 2001 system limited national Less missile defense system hours. suggested by this administration which relies on the same mid-course interceptors the clinton administration proposed would cost at a minimum 60 billion dollars over 20 years and most suggested be closer to 100 billion dollars and remember this is only for a system that's incapable of shooting down a missile carrying biological weapons, incapable of shooting down a missile carrying chemical weapons, at least in order to combat what are known as countermeasures, such as those decoys or the submunitions that carry biological weapons, the administration proposes a layered defense. That means a missile defense that begins with a boost phase interceptor, that is catching the rocket as it takes off from behind, continues with a mid course interceptor that's getting it out there in the atmosphere and a bullet hitting a bullet and finishes with a terminal defense as it's coming down now you think the mid-course system we're working on is expensive one recent estimate for that system is a quarter trillion dollars and i think that too is a conservative figure because the truth is that the administration is yet to comprehend the full complexities and the technological challenges of a layered defense We'll do all we can to defend ourselves against any threat. Nobody denies that. But even the Joint Chief says that a strategic nuclear attack is less likely than a regional conflict, a major theater war, terrorist attacks at home or abroad. The U.S. Congress had a calendar filled with talk of bioterrorism and vaccine stockpiles for spring and summer of 2001, including the week before. Did you know this? I didn't. I didn't. And I think we're seeing this emerge right now. I said, I wonder if I can get Mark on a call. Can you take a call, dude? Let me just see if I can call you. Oh, I'll ask you in text. Can you take a quick...
or any number of other real issues. We'll have diverted all that money to address the least likely threat while the real threat comes to this country in the hold of a ship, the belly of a plane. <laughs> Just imagine if the planes they hit the Twin Towers were filled with anthrax. Or smuggled into a city in the middle of the night in a vial in a backpack. And I ask you, you want to do us damage? Are you more likely to send a missile you're not sure can reach us with a biological or chemical weapon because you don't have the throw weight to put a nuclear weapon on it and no one's anticipating that in the near term? With a return address saying it came from us, here's where we are? Or are you more likely to put somebody with a backpack crossing the border from Vancouver down to Seattle? Biden asked what is more likely. He's suggesting more money for vaccines and biosurveillance and less money on missile defense systems because of the ease of bringing in and releasing a bioweapon. And again, think of the links to Hunter Biden's laptop. It's all linked around Ukraine. And I think I think there's a whole bunch more dirt that's going to be pulled out of Ukraine. And this is why this is why we're on the precipice of global warfare right now. Then the last 24 hours, they've turned everything up to 11. Well, Mark's going to come Before on. Before coming up the New York Harbor with a rusty old ship with an atom bomb sitting in the hull, which are you more likely to do? And what defense do we have against those other things? Watch these hearings we're about to have. We don't have, as the testimony showed, a public health infrastructure to deal with the existing pathogens that are around now. This is a reference of pathogens used in biowarfare and potential emerging diseases of the future. It's been a long, long program. We don't have the investment, the capability to identify or deal with an anthrax attack. <laughs> Incredibly precise there, Senator Biden. Oh, I feel the sarcasm, Mark. Dri- We do not have, as Ambassador to Japan now Howard Baker and his committee said, the ability to curtail the availability of chemical weapons lying around the Soviet Union, the former Soviet Union and Russia, because they don't know what to do with it. Former Soviet Union means Ukraine. Uh, Richard Luger, non-lunar program to took junior senator obama that uh here in 2005 to sign a treaty regarding those biological weapons in ukraine uh again you know in hindsight being 2020 you can see what's going on it's it's there if you want to start looking and investigating and all of this report where they showed us photographs of things that look like large outhouses clapboard clapboard buildings with no windows and padlocks on the door that have had many chemical weapons in that building to destroy the bulk of the east coast and we're not spending the money to help them corral and destroy that in the name of this search the cost estimate was 30 billion dollars over 10 years in this bipartisan commission and it was listed as the most urgent threat to the united states of america 
Global Pathogen Surveillance Act of 2002, Senator Biden was inspired by the anthrax letters. Who funded Metabiota? Yep. And what was Metabiota funding in Ukraine? You just can't ignore this stuff. You can't just sit there and watch that pap, pap that you just had on uh, live TV broadcast around the globe of it's, uh, essentially uh, saying to the UN, we're going to war with Russia. That's what it sounded like to me. To build an effective system which may well be obsolete or penetrable by the time it's done. And that means we'll continually increase our capability, and in turn, so will those who are trying to penetrate it. And so the new arms race begins. 49 <laughs> Nobel <laughs> Prize-winning scientists sent a letter to President Clinton last year opposing That's the deployment... Same ones that uh, signed the Lancet letter, by any chance. Inspired by Peter Daszak. ...of the limited anti-ballistic missile system the president was contemplating. Including Dr. Joshua Lane. And I'll quote from the letter. Quote, the system would offer little protection, would give grave, do grave harm to this nation's core security interest. End of quote. They went on to say, and I quote, these are now, we're talking about 49 Nobel laureates. We and other independent scientists have long argued that anti-ballistic missile systems, particularly those attempting to intercept re-entry vehicles in space, will inevitably lose in an arms race of improvements in offensive capability. The future arms race is the race to extend and improve human life. Geneticists run the FDA, CDC, NIH, NIAID, BADA, not physicians. Yep. They need your body for data, access to your body, and your data is what fuels this new arms race. But the next day, September 11, 2001, did not involve any biological weapons. It sure sounded like Biden was expecting that. What happened? The boys are cooking up their guns. All right, let's, let's see if I can get Mark on uh, a call. Um, again, watching watching the historical context of all this, and again seeing it come together. And look, um, someone said in the chat earlier uh, that they're looking to take Putin out, and he said Putin has seen how the. Uh, I think your mic's off, uh, Mark. But um, watching, watching the historical Hello. context. Yeah, how you doing, bro? I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, scared witless. Thanks for playing that. Thanks for playing that. Yeah, no worries. Really, you know, it, it puts it in the context, this, uh, uh, this battle that was forming in the U.S. 20, what, 21 years ago about where to invest. And uh, that's, it's an internal conflict, and I'm sure there's external interest <laughs> uh, at play it well, as play there as well. But uh, it's still kind of ongoing. But I think while back then maybe it was, uh, it was uh, 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 you know, it, it was a little bit more competitive. I think right now it's, well. <laughs> well, if it seems very much to me. I don't know what's going to change anything other than just peacefully uh, protesting, you know, <laughs> staying to the side, not being a fool, and yeah, it's it's um, it feels like everything's been set in motion. There's been a lot of forethought that's gone into where we find ourselves right now, and um, you know, I, don't, I I get the theatrics argument, but again, I'll I'll just re- resort to um, 
it's not theatrics for the uh, slubs on the ground. Right? What these people no. are doing has an impact. And no. And I don't know where, who, who's Biden planning to motivate here? Do you know how demoralized the U.S. military is right now? Right. Demoralized. Yep. You, you really think that they want to jump into a trench? Right. And, 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 and right now? For some LGBTQ uh, yeah. deification. Well, when there's, there's no... The biggest threat to the U.S. right now is at home. Yeah. So, uh, uh, and again, I am not, uh, I, I am not one of these people that says we need to overtake the government. I'm like, no, 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 that's not the, is not the right way to do it. But, uh, um, you know, uh, and again, I, I don't like to, you know, personalize things, but I will, you know, I just want my own government to have an awareness program of repressed pills on the streets. Killed my son less than six months ago and they won't fucking do it. Mm. Yep. They won't fucking do it. They won't lift a fucking finger or do anything. And right. now, and now, and now, you want to call me a terrorist? Yeah. And, and the man, I jump into a trench and start shooting at Russians? Mm. Fuck them. Yep. Fuck them, Kevin. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not. No, 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 man. You, you, uh, it's righteous indignation, man. It's obscene. You know what? If the Russian tanks are going towards DC, I'm going to be on the sidewalk handing out water bottles and bananas. Like, <laughs> it went this way. Uh, help my family at all. Fuck them. Mm. Yeah, and I'm I, not going to be a January 6th guy. I'm not stupid. Mm. You know what? DC rep doesn't even represent me enough to make it worth going to anymore. Fuck him. Mm. Yeah. And you, you and, have and, to. And, and, and then he's, he's, he's on. He's, Biden's out there talking about the Holocaust right now. Right. You got the. Uh, I mean, uh, look, I, I mean, I know this, there's, there's no romantic way to put it, but the U.S. was literally founded upon an invasion. Mm. Where ninety eight point five percent of the country is not the native population anymore. Yep. I mean, come on. I mean, just just have a little perspective there, buddy. Yeah. You know, uh, just and but, I know, but you know, Biden probably doesn't even know what he's saying anymore. Uh, so it's what, who's ever behind Biden and you know giving him the notes and whatever. Mm. Uh, but this machine, man, I, I really. Yeah, it's infuriating, dude. It's infuriating. I've never harmed my American flag. I've, my family has served. This is my home. This is my homeland. Long time. It's going to stay that way. I'm never going to move. But man, it's whatever is running this country right now. It's so sad. And it's not. You know, I don't want to be a left versus right, Democrat versus Republican thing. I don't get it. I don't know why this 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 festering, disgusting. Division is happening in this country right now. Just, just really. But no, it comes uh, yeah. down to uh, what you're looking at is that military-industrial complex playing out, right? Oh that, yeah, that's that's what this yeah. is, and um, we've seen what it does. When it's... September 11th. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, maybe... making it very clear, he wanted to pull Boeing contracts. Mm. I mean, let's just let's get right down to it. He wanted to pull large Boeing contracts mm. and, and invest in vaccines. And guess and, and and what happened to fly into those buildings? Boeing's right. 
four Boeings, coincidentally enough. So again, it's not a, it's not like you know something miraculous happened, but that's how bad it is right now. Americans are just you know casualties of this conflict. Yes. Don't give a crap. Yes. Either side. Mm. Yeah, I, I really have that impression, and they're. I don't know. I feel like they've run through a whole series of permutations, and again. Um, I don't know if they were expecting the pandemic to go differently and ease, you know, not get the pushback that they have and have the exposure occur with respect to what they've done in Ukraine. But um, it smacks of desperation to me. And, you know, to be, well, you know, Jewish word chutzpah is a, is a good one for defining what, what that, 15 minutes of um, self-masturbatory um, delusion uh, uh, of world affairs right now. And, you know, I was going through the the documents from Russia yesterday, right? And one of those documents was for 2019. And, you know, it's some lackey has gone in there and plastered it all with these corporate logos. And then, mm-hmm. I, and then I look at the, the front page and it's got, um, Metabiota on the on on the front page, right at the oh, bottom, okay. and this this is this is the defense from the Ukrainian and the U.S. side to say that hey, what we what we've been doing over there was perfectly legit, <laughs> and what we're we're just wow. supposed to forget all 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 that we've dug up over the last few years. Um, and I can remember, I can never remember Daliana's last name. You, I know you can pronounce it, but... Um, uh, uh, it's Gatesincheva. Say it again. Gatesincheva. Yeah. Uh, Gatesincheva. I mean, just the fact that what the work that she did, showing that they were shipping this stuff out in diplomatic packages, that's it, That's in breach of all the conventions that I understood. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, Oh, again, and, and there's no evidence that they were actually specifically concerned about bioweapons in Ukraine before 2005. Mm. I've gone through all the resource I can. The, the, the Russia's biological weapon program was based in the, was it Kyrgyzstan or Kazakhstan? I don't know which one. Um, and and then and then right around 2005, suddenly it was Ukraine had like they said, oh, they had all these labs and these rogue scientists from Russia who had all this expertise. Now they were concerned about chemical weapons, but the bioweapon thing it was never mentioned anywhere in Ukraine specifically before 2005. And and the miracle of that is, well, that's exactly the same time that we lost track of Iraq's anthrax production. Mm. Yep. <laughs> and, that's, and so, I mean, that's a, that's a speculation, of course, uh, but it does appear as though uh, with the AN-225, the only plane that could actually fly mobile labs to Ukraine, that that's probably what happened. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and look, they... Did they really have a system, you know, bioweapons system beforehand? I, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I think these labs are really just cover stories, uh, so that uh, so you know, it's like labs are made for leaking. Mm. Yeah. You know, so well, it's, it's a way of Russia moving. Inv- invade. There can be an accidental release. 
right? It, it, it's not that they actually really needed to do some research in some tin shack deep into the forest in Ukraine. Mm. You got all of Cambridge, Massachusetts. You don't really need to go into the woods of Ukraine to figure out what happens with anthrax. You can do it right here. It's a stupid cover story so yeah. that if, if Russia ever does invade, suddenly, oh, my goodness, the Russians, they show the lab and, oh, it was just peaceful research. And now everyone's, you know, et cetera. It's, it's just it's more. I think a lot of the labs are just are just cover stories. I mean, there's researchers like yourself, scientists who have actually done real work, real research, real discovery in labs but i also suspect it's a lot of labs that are just built to look really scary and they just provide uh, they're like uh, they're like wild cards in uno they're just they offer you flexibility like for any narrative spin a narrative right you got a big scary looking lab and you know it can be uh it can be a, a leak it could be a source of terrorism you can you can create your narrative whatever and, you and, want. and that that first yeah. example of that comes from the u.s Right, and we're yeah. just we're just supposed to sit. And f- I don't get it that like they think we don't remember this stuff, or they just presume that just enough people just don't care. I, I, I'm I'm at a loss to really. It's not it's not rational behaviour. It's it's highly coordinated to achieve a, a set of specific aims, and I I think right now that. Um, were it not for SARS going wrong for them, you, you wouldn't be hearing about Ukraine. Or, or if you were, it would be more, you know, an offensive by Ukraine and those plucky Ukrainians. And um, and now, now we're in a situation where, like, dude, I, can't, I I don't remember ever growing up in the Cold War and seeing that this type of exchange occurring. Now I, I'm aware of it happening before I was born, somewhat. But can you think of anything that comes close to what we've seen to today? Uh, uh, well, uh, you know, given uh, my age, I kind of missed the uh, Cuban missile crisis. You know, uh, mm. so I, obviously that was just a little before I was even born. It seems pretty scary. I mean, there were a lot of movies made about fear-mongering, you know, a nuclear winter in the 1980s. But no, no. And and I think many Americans are just like, really? Yeah, you this, this, this yeah. is where we are after, after the last two years. Yeah, you can't afford food. Uh, you know, there's, you know, people are, they, they just lost their businesses. They mm. just lost a relative or they have a permanent injury right now from mm. uh, medicine. And, and, and now after all this, you're just going to ignore that. Right. And now you want people to go, you know, what, be mad at Russia. Right. I know. And, and, uh, it's, so it's, this is this is look, why it seems I, so contrived to me. To be, I'm not supposed to be sympathetic. I'm actually not sympathetic to Russia. I'm just like, it's just a priorities. It's not at the top of my list. It literally is not. <laughs> I know. And if they want Americans to be, you know, motivated for war, you, you actually need to give them some reason to believe that there's some reason to defend this country right now. They and hate really you do. for your freedoms, Mark. Never forget. You know, it's your freedom. Shit. <laughs> elections are shit. They're not counted at all. Mm. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're recklessly destroying whatever, uh, you know, currency we had in the country. Mm. Most Americans don't own a home right now. I know. 
I mean, if you're a citizen of a country, you have, I think, a right to have some ownership of land where you can you you can be at peace, maybe grow a little bit of food. It's like, to me, it's a it's a baseline of citizenship. You mm. shouldn't. We have a nation of serfs and yeah. renters. Yeah. It's you know it, it's it, it, you know I'm I'm not saying to give people free houses, but the system is so broken that we Americans, many Americans, can't afford a house. Yeah. in their own nation of of ancestry and citizenship. Mm. Yeah, it's and very I'm supposed disturbing. to be mad that well, Russia is in Ukraine. It's just, it's not at the top of the list. Yeah, at some point you have to make some attempt, you know, to to lobby your own citizens. Like, you know what? This is a really great place to live. It's really doing your family some good. Uh, you know, the future is is is, is worth fighting for, etc. But no, there's none of that. Mm. There, 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 there hasn't been this trickle down or rising tide lifting Nothing. all boats. Um, it seems no. highly concentrated, highly manipulated, very nepotistic, and um, right now seems incredibly perverse in in its aims. And I'm, um, you know, I, of course, you, there's always a consequence of escalation. But to to think that they would be so reckless right now, instead of um, just coming clean, come clean, de-escalate. Um, you know, there's there's yeah. a there's some yeah. middle management you could take out and uh, you know clean house, but no, they've they've literally got to drag us right into and like I say on the cusp of winter in Europe, where you've got uh, it was already people. I, I was in a meeting earlier with Joanna speaking with some German researchers mm. and they're, they're just petrified mm. petrified of what's coming right because they, they've they've organised themselves into a oops I don't know if I lost Mark there but um, they've organised themselves yeah uh, they've organised themselves around this access to natural gas and it's gone Germany gets cold dude there are people who are ill now and you know, not in the best of not in the best of shape, physically, mentally, um, materially, in terms of uh, savings. Again, because of uh, events over the last two years, and you know, I'm I don't like going down speculation highway. But again, you know, how much of that was coordinated? Now, I don't want to use the term pandemic, but um, it really. Um, all of it's feeling very, very contrived right now. And you mean maybe uh, to uh, uh, if you make the pain now great enough, people will forget about the uh, uh, the medical tyranny and dishonesty of the last two and a half years. I, I think so. I think that's what they're trying to do. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's precedence for pausing elections that are coming in November. That the, the Democrat side knows that they're on a loser right now. That they they would escalate stuff to this to that point. Um, I don't know what happens legally in the U.S. in such a situation, how states get redressed. Um, but do- doesn't doesn't look good, dude. I can't think of any any correlate of what we're seeing right now the closest the closest is historical cuban missile crisis and this this seems inherently far worse because um 
even if it's just conventional well, Cuban warfare. missile crisis, yet Americans. Uh, they didn't, you know, did they weren't, they didn't, you didn't ha just have a million American families lose a family member because of medical tyranny going into the Cuban Missile Crisis. Mm. Right. And it, it was a, it was a sort I mean, of... this is the starting point right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The starting point is you had a, a, uh, an average life expectancy in the U.S., which was dropping before, before the uh, uh, COVID-19 because of the quantity of people in between the ages of 15 to 40 dying of drug overdoses. Yep. This is that's the starting point. All right. So uh, this is this is not a Cuban Missile Crisis in that sense. You know, it's it's uh, 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 and uh, something that I, I'm very uh, concerned about is uh, from at least from a biblical perspective is this call for global government, you know, anti-government uh, uh, movements. And uh, uh, it's, uh, you know, I mean, look, I, I just want a basic, you know, casually corrupt government. Yeah, <laughs> just, know? you know. High contracts and, you know, every once in a while, you know, people get away with a little crime here and there and just bring back the good old days. Yeah, just man, a bit of know? Enron, right? Could just go back to Enron. A little Enron, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, no bid contracts to the in-laws, a little, uh, I don't know. You know, just just doesn't have to be over the top. Mm. You yeah, know, you know, he he, cool. ma he made a point in that speech where he was talking about, oh, we're going to be doing uh, infrastructure projects, and uh, I was speaking to a friend this week who was telling me that the high speed rail that they had planned for California, right, which was they they had ten billion dollars earmarked, went to the husband of the I don't want to say if it was the governor. Or, um, California, but uh, someone particularly high placed, and not a jot of uh, rail track has been laid. Nothing. Um, well, you know, <laughs> right now I'll take that. Well, some has been laid. Some has been laid, but uh, it's a it's an incomplete project, and uh, we you know, with the amount of machinery we have and energy that's available if we were to just open the tap there's no reason why projects like that couldn't get done you, you could you could have uh, hired japanese to come in there and it'd been done <laughs> you had a bullet train oh my goodness look, look at what, what are the islands uh, north of uh off of scott there's some islands off of scotland uh oh, shetland like, uh, like Isle of sky yeah like 50,000 people live there and they have like like almost a, a mile of tunnel per resident right now oh shit <laughs> <laughs> in California you got 50 million people and they can't make one mile of track yeah yeah and, and let's like say how much of this is just a deliberate imploding of the United States um you know I've, I don't know. I, I've been a long believer in the the necessity for the, for the ideals of the United States, I really have. You know, there was there were parts of his speech that I would be like, "Yeah, that makes sense." You know, we should be leaning into our responsibilities somewhat. We should be engaging in civilized uh, comportment between nations. The problem is, I just haven't seen anything that even remotely resembles that. And. Well, just the women, the women's right part, the women's right part, which is really about reproductive rights. Okay, mm -hmm. now I have a religious view on that. Mm -hmm. Okay, but I also understand all the complexities of the legal system, and uh, it, I mean, I don't want to say all I can say is it is what it is. But 
There is not an ounce of, 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 of energy put in into a good reason to have a baby in the United States. Mm. Not one. Mm. Not one. Okay, you know, there... It, it, this is it's a horrible topic to, to have to discuss but it, it's but my biggest my biggest gripe right at the beginning is like um uh you know the future are our children uh you know it wouldn't it be nice maybe every once in a while I'll say hey isn't it beautiful to have a baby yeah just 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 say it once in a while mm. actually it, that should be said all the time and the, and then the, the way over in the corner should be these horrible situations, which you know uh, you know you have to involve uh, you know person's faith and everything else, but no focus on the pre- predominant good well, part. Yeah, here. you know what got us here, and um, it, it, look, Ugh. when I you've got such uh, well uh, uh, extreme positions being taken today and what i what i what i noticed Mm -hmm. is that there was putin's approach was very much russia focused and he was talking about the well-being of his citizens his uh his borders or russia's borders i should say whereas everything that biden was doing it was all about global global this global that get interfering in other people's cultures and countries to establish what they perceive to be the uh, the right way of doing things and you know they they sort of pointed the camera shamefully on the Iranian delegate there but are you aware that the Muslim world didn't sign the human de- uh, UN declaration on human rights did you know that no, I, I I didn't know that, but that would make sense because uh, I'm no I'm no scholar on the issue, but I believe that some of those uh, statements are well, they're in, antithetical. Uh, they're antithetical to what to, they believe uh, to, to, to Islamic uh, 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 beliefs. Yeah, and that's look, that's the, that's their prerogative. Yeah, no, yeah. I to say, hey, they should be this way, they should be that way. It's like, well, okay, well. That that's their country. That's their faith. I don't, yeah. you know. And, and and to be sitting there and telling them, oh, we want to turn your women into tax and debt slaves. <laughs> I would just be. I would, and and to, you know, yeah, you see the yeah. sort of moral that was just, that was and ethical moral. decay with, you know, look, we we have to look i like looking at women in bikinis right but um you know it gets leveraged a little bit too much now and i i know that those cultures are they look at that and they they are repulsed by it they do have a you do know that the uh, bikini was created uh 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 and at the same time and named after uh, the uh, the island where they were testing nuclear weapons right yeah right bikini owl yeah it is it is it is true it is true they actually made the bikini extra sexy uh to bring uh, uh attention to and sexiness to the atomic weapons it's actually <laughs> it's a good story it's that true yeah it is yeah. oh no it's 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 appalling. I mean, the the more <laughs> how much of U.S. 
history and culture after World War II revolves around a nuke. Yeah, yeah, and like I say, to see it sort of anyway, emerging today yeah. in, in this fashion, um, like I say, even if it's conventional war, Mark, um, the, the, the consequences for it, um, especially yeah. when it's, it's not in the sandbox of the Middle East anymore, um, God, it could just impact everyone. Like the whole world will change. Like they want, bring that. They'll bring the pain, and you, you'll, you'll go begging for their solutions. You, you wait till your children are cold or hungry, which he was talking about there again. And you know what? There's, there's two nations. This, this happened a few months ago, where uh, there was mm-hmm. in the UN there was a sort of I don't know symbolic um, vote, I guess you could say, where they. They said, we, we want to make a statement about food security, that everyone should just have, uh, it's, a, it's part of their human rights to have access to X amount of calories per day. And there were two nations that said no. Guess which two? Uh, I've... Well, the U.S. was one. I've, I've... <laughs> the U.S. was one. England? No, Israel. Israel in the US. Oh. Right, just just said really? no. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can uh, find the link. But, um, you know, it's, it and just shows did this. Did just talk about food security? Yeah. Just, just. There? I thought. He... Yeah, I know. I know. But it, 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 you have to really dig into the details of what it is that they're, they're actually offering, right? What comes with USAID? Right. And um, it's a. Um, you're signing on the dotted line, right? And you're opening up everything for um, yeah. hegemony from U.S. corporations. And it, and again, you know, where does where does the corporation stop and the government begin and the government stop and the corporation begin? It, it all of that's become so blurry right now that uh, it's not even really a U.S. corporation. You know, I mean mm-hmm. our. Uh, you know, probably no better example than uh, how much of our is our, uh, our, uh, our our health doctrine right now is being run by a British guy. You know, Peter Dejak. Dejak. Oh. No offense to the guy. Well, he, he's not an American. Right. Maybe he's got U.S. citizenship, but that doesn't count. Mm. All right. Uh, you. you you, you, you better have been born here but if, uh, if you want to think you have the right to tell every American what they need to be injecting into their bodies. Yeah. I'm and sorry. And a high it, bar when it comes to that. It's not like coming in and, you know, maybe getting the right to vote or something. Like, no. You're controlling the DNA of the whole country. <laughs> and and there at least as a high bar as president. And it, it was it was on his agenda for that UN speech in his in yeah. his world address. There it was again, right? The the vaccines as this part of this global solution that they have, where you know again is dressed in the. I don't think he wrote that speech, obviously, but um, the no, we're, really read it. We're in an upside Sad. down world, bro. Oh. Upside down. Oh man! Look, I, I believe most Americans are not behind this. Are not behind this position. Okay. Hopefully, some Democrats can snap out of it too. It's it's insane. 
uh, and uh, it's I'm I'm ashamed of it. I really am. You, you know the U.S. military uh, and now because they can't recruit are offering a fifty thousand dollar sign-on bonus. Did you know that? Still not enough. Yeah. So I I I I believe you when when you're saying that um, there isn't the oorah morale in in the military like there would have been after something like 9-11 no it's it, it's it's down mm. i mean you have a lot of you have a lot of military people now on permanent disability from yeah. just from the injections yeah uh and they are being talked down to as uh just just with the most horrible language by generals that are more uh, again look I, i'm not you know, look, everyone, people are born with, you know, their own little, you know, sexual differences and whatever. But it, it, the, the, the focus has been promoting, uh, you know, it's deliberately divisive. You take this and, and, and homosexuality, which is like, again, I'm, I'm a very tolerant person, but there's no push whatsoever. For just it, it, as a matter of fact, you're, you're almost a deviant if you're not sexually interesting. <laughs> it shouldn't matter. I don't really care. I, I, you know, I really don't care. You know, uh, treat people with very simple. Treat people with respect. You know, what etc. But it's it's it is really the, just the, the promotions are like uh, unless you're like this, you're you know you're just. <laughs> You know, you're just less of a person, I guess, and uh, and this is what the uh, the military has been promoting, and probably intentionally so. And now, who wants to join? I, I mean, who I, wants to I, join? I, I they won't even lift a finger. Uh, do do some basic things that uh, U.S. citizens like myself have been calling for. So, Southern well, Magnolia says in the chat, a hundred thousand have been kicked out for refusing to uh, get out. Wow. And that's that's a hundred thousand people that lost a career that they were planning on. Maybe um, are out now in a in a economy where businesses have been shut on mass. And you've you've got uh, yeah, you've got right. you've got president going there talking liberally about spending money left, right, and center. And and think about that though. Those were a hundred thousand people who. I would say most of them, okay, although they surely they didn't want it. If push came to shove, would have been willing to give their life for this country. Yeah. Are these from my country, United States? These are like, I, I don't feel like I don't feel as though I even deserve to stand in the same room as some of those people. And all they wanted was to say, you know, I don't want this experimental vaccine. That, that's all they asked for. Oh no. But look, it was supposed to be nope. law, right after the anthrax issues in after the gulf war that they weren't supposed to be forced to be taken uh, if they, they could refuse um interventions like that I, I'm, that was my understanding uh, if uh, charles was in the chat i don't know i don't know if it was the law or i, uh, I I'm, I'm, pre I'm pretty i'm pretty sure pretty sure they, they said that they, yeah and after the first gulf war they said uh, they they made it a point that they wouldn't force on mass um, if if they wanted to say no. And again, why the sudden change? 
why why are we seeing all of these system breaking events stacked on one on one on top of the other it doesn't it doesn't make sense you you barely you barely get through one day dude and then the next day is even more bananas and i just like i said i don't know browser I had to reboot my computer. Oh, it's fun for me as a researcher because I, you know, I can't just pull together a new topic every 24 hours. Mm. I don't. I try not to chase the stories, right? Uh, so uh, something will happen, perhaps, you know, some revelation, something in the, you know, news. You know, Biden may have mentioned something in a speech, and will will trigger me to, to start to investigate something. And it can take a few days. Yeah. And and by the time you you, you get to the bottom line, they're they're already on something else. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, very it, deliberate. I think just to keep people off balance. And, I think so. Um, and again, I think a, a, a big part of this is, you know, what what do you know the paradigm that Biden is the figurehead for? You know, this idea of well, globalism, but America directing it. I guess is what you're. Is, is how it's sort of emerging but then how do how does that sort of play into the states rights issues i mean this is again i've got dimwit's understanding of constitutional law but is it is it can't states just refuse and say no we're not we're not part of that program could could like florida for example say um we do, we, we're not down with these um, statements and programs we don't agree with the uh, x y and z of that speech and um we're we withdraw our consent to the union that's that's possible right in theory i uh i don't know exactly what's entailed there um it should be possible so you know, uh, you know, when uh, long-term commitments, a marriage like that, you know, there should be the option to leave if it's uh, if it's abusive mm-hmm. or, or detrimental. Um, states should stay because they want to be part of the union. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what the, what's involved. I'm sure there has to be votes. And but what happens in the national level? I uh, I, I don't know. It, it it might actually be good. At least for maybe a state or two to leave to to then you know maybe change the, the federal government's approach, but I don't know. I, it it kind of gets out of my wheelhouse, Kevin. There, mm-hmm. I mean, I know you know the the things that I'm good at, and then this is you know, the the big geopolitical stuff. Uh, again, I, well, I, I mean, I really, I'm just no, I'm you, just do, dude, you, you do, dude, you do, dude, because you can you can bring the historical context, and again, to see Biden talking into. 2001, less than 24 hours before 9/11, and again, what was on the agenda? Um, uh, medical countermeasures, vaccines, bio warfare, and here we are, 20 years later. Um, I, I don't think it's an accident. Strategic weapons, yeah, strategic weapons, um, and uh, you know, the, 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 and uh, and I have to I I have to throw him a bone on this one though. You know, the, spending uh, that much money on the uh, on the missile defense system it is it probably never would have paid off. Um, so I can kind of see that argument, but it was really uh, you know. Uh, just a way to be able to spend more money on the medical countermeasures and the and the future arms race and that future arms race 
that future arms race was and, and I have some people who emailed me they don't agree with that the, the, my statement on this level but is genetics and that was discussed under Ronald Reagan in the Reagan administration um, there's a there was a fascinating security group or a security research group that formed including with many people in the executive branch in the Ronald Reagan administration in the 1980s and a few people from the intelligence services talking about the future of warfare and I think that they knew that well you know this whole strategic missile thing is probably never going to go down like they say it is in the movies um, and we had this huge pile of money what are we going to do with it? You know, with conventional warfare is potentially becoming a thing of the past. And I suspect that right around that time, they made the decision that the future was going to be, you know, bioinformatics, biosurveillance, genetic research. And uh, if you could just be, if, you, if you're open-minded and you think, wow, if one nation had a technology for their people to be smarter, faster, and live longer, they would inherently crush everyone else. Mm. There's no, you know, oil or missile or gun that would be able to overcome that. And they knew that they were at the at, in this stage where that might have been possible. And that's the that's that future arms race that started back then. And it's I believe it's been disguised as uh, oh we're, we want to protect people against radiation. We want to protect uh, uh, you know people against emerging diseases. And we need to worry about pathogens and this and that. And uh, but that's I I suspect I've been speculating. This is my hypothesis that that's been the future arms race. And um, and there's an interesting in, in the U.S. right now. Some of it, I think, is actually material, or you can see it uh, coming through, like in the in the DARPA versus DTRA. I think is one way that you can sort of see it coming through, um, where they don't cross pollinate a lot. Um, and the uh, did you see the DITRA? Um... Yeah, I did see that one. <laughs> There was some yeah, the uh, marketing for it. It's sad. <laughs> marketing. Terrible marketing. way to put it. Um, but you know, you know what? I, the there was a scale issue. Uh, you know, you have to accept that. I think, right? I did. There were these weapons, right? And you know, I just seeing that submarine out the water, the way it was, and you know, that's that's some serious hardware. That was, you know, back in the eighties, that, that that stuff was being pumped out left, right, and center. And I mean, I'm sure you remember. Oh that. yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, those are impressive machines. And uh, uh, any any building any building could be annihilated from just about anywhere within an hour. Mm, yeah. And, and well, I think the, I think that the type of hardware. That's the, the, yeah, it's it's minutes, right? If if they're positioned right off the uh, the coast, the the timing is. Uh-huh. Uh, I say you've you've barely got seconds to minutes to make a reaction, and and you know what's. I I wonder why there's been the decision. Oh, is it decision or just it, it, it's their their hand has been forced to go down this this pathway again because those those boats subs didn't go away 
they're all now steaming around Black Sea and uh, all, all hanging about, waiting for uh, <laughs> to think for things to escalate. And so, what happens mm-hmm. now if they say, "Oh well, in that case, we're putting a um, air defense, no-fly zone over Ukraine." Because that would that would be the obvious next escalation, right? I, I'm not a military strategist, but maybe. You think the American people are just going to be like, okay, that's uh, that's what we're doing. That's what Joe says. We're um, we're, we're all behind it. Well, that's and- what the media the media will push out and then you have the concern you, know, you have these neoconservative war hawks that you know hate russia just as much as biden does biden isn't a neoconservative himself um uh, so uh, it's not you, you can't just view it as a left right thing uh oh, hang on we've got more live uh u.n stuff dude yeah, okay well i must say can you hear it? No, you put that back on. Uh, I'm in the middle of a couple of projects here. Uh, tell the audience I said hi. I apologize for all the F-bombs. Zambia. No, dude. You know, uh, it's good, good to hear you. Uh, really about it. I try to keep the, my show friendly and clean. It's not mm. because behind the scenes, uh, you know, I'm, uh, uh, you know, I'm Mr. Rogers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, it, it, it needs uh, all people can't be all things, right? And so you know, there's a there's a little space here, our safe space for uh, f bombing. The McCarran f space. <laughs> Take care, everyone. All right, bro. Take it easy. There you go. The powerful uh, Mark, who's uh, Tonic Live. Go go sign up to his channel. Uh, come out, subscriber, and uh, Patreon to him as well because he deserves it. Um, he works so hard. All right. Under our national agenda policy, national gender policy has been implementing affirmative action in favor of women and girls to ensure that their full potential is realized not once but all times. Ending child marriage. Mr. President, to complement these measures, Zambia is championing the campaign to end child <laughs> marriage in Africa. Wait. And of course, Wait. in favor of women and girls to ensure that their full potential is realized not once but all times. Ending child marriage. Mr. President, to complement these measures, Zambia. <laughs> Zombies championing. Uh, just uh, <laughs> if we're going to have to listen to woke nonsense, um, I'll end on this. <laughs> Where is it now? Someone put it in the, uh, in the general. Discord zombie vaginas. Is it this? I guess a salty cracker video. But, uh... Championing the campaign to end child marriage in Africa and, of course, America. in the world. In the same vein, we are proud to inform this assembly that this morning, Zambia, Canada, and other cooperating partners held <laughs> a side event to galvanize support and review commitment from. The international community towards ending child early forced marriage. Uh, dude brags about getting a vagina made out of cadaver skin surgery. I'll end on this. This is the insanity that they want to drag us into. Uh, Papi Putin, please come save us. Please come save we us. We have the capability to make the world's first biologist. 
Steve Austin will be that man. Better. Stronger. Faster. I am having zombie vagina surgery. No, this is what we're doing now, Abe? You lucky you got blasted in the brain because we talking about zombie pussy. Holy hell. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Sorry, give me two seconds. Hello? Suicide hotline incoming. For me, of course. So I would never make jokes about anybody else. But for me, because I'm done reading this type of stuff. It's driven me over the edge. <laughs> wow. By the way, this is real, of course, because we do way more vetting than CNN and MSNBC combined. I punched Trans Salamander here into the inner zones, and yeah, that's an account. This is this is real, and surprise to nobody's surprise. Tweets are protected. Tweets are protected. I was told in this corner I'd have Punch and Pie and Stunning and Brave, but with protection. <laughs> well, before this account went into protected mode, this is what was blasted out. Which is weird, because it's social media, and I thought you were very proud of this tweet. Why are you now protecting this tweet? Anyhow, the internet is never forgetting stuff, so here you go. Let's read what Catherine has to say. My new vaginal canal is going to be partly made of al aluminium? Aluminium? No? Vibranium. Where the... Adamantium. Where the hell Wolverine's got? No? The fuck is Aloderm? I guess we're going to find out. And we will. Which is made of sterilized tissue from human cadaver skin. Which is so fucking cool. Alright, alright, I get it. Alright, the, 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 uh, which actually reminds me that I had a tab that I was going to open at the beginning of this stream. Which is, uh, PayPal. <laughs> PayPal shuts down accounts of free speech union. Decision by US payments company was a sinister form of cancel culture. Claims founder of Robbie Group. Oh yeah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's happened to a bunch of us. That's why. That's why you can use GayPal. <laughs> you can use GayPal on uh, McCann Dojo. That's right, folks. Uh, if you can't beat them, join them. Go to GayPal. <laughs> you can send a dono to Doc <laughs> See, PayPal shut down the account. Free Speech Union, an organization which defends gender-critical academics and people who have lost work for expressing opinions. The U.S. payments company shut down the accounts of the Free Speech Union. Wow. <laughs> I would imagine they were pretty vanilla compared to me. <laughs> Founder Toby Young and his opinion, a news website, The Daily Skeptic, with no clear explanation last week. The Telegraph can reveal Mr. Young said he suspected the action was driven by political motives and was a sinister form of cancel culture. It is. He was told last week that PayPal was shutting down the accounts because of violations of PayPal's acceptable use policy. Where have we heard that before, eh, kids? <laughs> yeah, here's, here's, the, uh, here's the link to GayPal. Please go to Gay Pal. Stick it to them. <laughs> or you can use the tip jar. Um, make sure they don't get any. <laughs> We're 10 seconds till midnight on the doomsday clock. I would say two seconds right now at the moment. 
Uh, let's see, exactly. He's unaware of any possible ways he or his organization could have breached the policy which lists banned transactions such as those which are illegal or support Ponzi schemes. A spokesman for PayPal said it could not comment on individual customers, but said that PayPal regularly assesses activity against our long standing acceptable use policy and will discontinue our relationship with account holders who were found to violate our policies. He added, achieving the balance between protecting the ideals of tolerance, diversity, and respect for people of all backgrounds and upholding the values of free expression and open dialogue can be difficult, but we do our best to achieve it (laughs) your job your job is to be a payment processor that's it nothing else nothing more and this is part of the subversion of these systems this this is what biden is arguing for i say no i don't want it i i've seen where it goes and i i want to protect my children um, someone make GD Bakshi sing. <laughs> the organization has helped to defend people who claim they have lost work for expressing opinions. For example, Gillian Phillip, the author who said her contract was terminated because she stood up for JK Rowling on Twitter amid a row over transgender rights. It's also challenged universities that have no platform gender critical academics. Mr. Young said if PayPal had shut down just one of these accounts, it's conceivable it could be because it had violated the company's acceptable use policy, but it closed all three accounts within minutes of each other, suggesting there's a more sinister reason. And again, this is the activist side coming after people that they don't agree with. Literal gay ops. Trans rights activists. He said he suspected the closure of free speech unions accounts could have been a response to complaints from trans rights activists. Earlier this year, PayPal shut down the account of Colin Wright, an American evolutionary biologist, for unclear reasons after he received a backlash from his activists uh, uh, from activists over his arguments that biological sex is real and there are only two sexes. PayPal also reportedly suspended the accounts of two anti-war U.S. media organizations, Consortium News and Mint Press, without a clear explanation. <laughs> Join the club. The move by PayPal to shut down free speech union has caused a significant challenge for the organisation because about a third of its 9,500 members have recurring membership fees processed by PayPal. The union charges members two forty nine a month and accepts donations. Mr Young said withdrawing financial service from dissidents and nonconformists and those who dare to defend them is the new front line in the ongoing war against free speech. It is. It is. And this is one of the trenches. This is one of the trenches. Uh, yes, formerfedsgroup.org. Uh, go help Marie. Uh, Fine for Justice doing the Lord's work over there. Um, let's see. Free Speech Union will be lobbying the government to put new laws in to prevent companies like PayPal demonetizing organization and individuals because their employees disapprove of their views. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How is it equal treatment under the law when you're subject to these activists? <laughs> Not this time. Not this fucking time. No! No, 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 no! No! No, 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 no! No! Not this fucking time! No fucking way! No fucking way! No fucking way! No fucking way! You made me look a right cunt! Right. I did promise the Africa song, but the thing is, I think I might have... I might still have it available. But I'll have to switch YouTube off. It's just... Peak offence. Burgle's in the chat. If we had a meme for you yesterday, dude. The great trek is beginning, Burgle. Everyone's pissed off. It's, I'm telling you, we're all going to be meeting up at Burgle's place in about six months. Just Give me that SLR. 3,000 rounds. 
I'm heading out into the veld. Uh, let's see. Where would it be? Where would it be? Maybe this one? Uh, no. No, no, no. Uh, this one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this one. <laughs> It was prophesized. Indeed, Cena Burgle. Cena Burgle, if you want to come on, I've got 10 minutes always for Cena Burgle. Come on. Let's, uh, let's get you on here. Let's get your views. It's, uh, we're, we're, the, the burning is a happening. Burgle. Let me, let me call you. Let's get, let's get Burgle on here. It's World War Three. The prophecies are happening. Come on. I want Prophet Burgle. I'm scared witless. <laughs> Let's see. Where am I? Let's see if we... Come on, Burgle. It's ringing. Uh, just wear a wig, Doc. You'll be in the flip. <laughs> Burgle. Come on, Burgle. Come on, son. Hey, man. How's it going, bro? I'm good. The burning. It's a happening. It's happening, yes. It's, it's, the shit show has it's already begun, but it's, it's just getting worse. It's mm. going to continue to get worse. Mm. So. What did you, uh, what were your thoughts when you saw the Putin speech? England uh, will be first. England it, will be first. England will be first. They're, they're, they're the one that they're gonna, that's going to get a taste of that nuke. I guarantee you that. Okay. Did, did, did you check the whole Let me post this shit. Let me, let me get this. Careful, dude. Uh, not, not, not too much chaotic. Not too much chaotic. No, no, no. It's, 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 it's chill. It's chill. RT, RT published. Oh, no, where the fuck's this shit? RT published. Uh, where the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's from RT News. Okay. okay. Washington takes uh, President Putin's nu- uh, nuclear statement seriously. So that's the that's the title. And then it break and then it goes down into the second paragraph. It deals with America. Okay. Then mm. the, the the last paragraph. Meanwhile, the UK Foreign Secretary has uh, addressed Putin's earlier comments, saying it has never tried to encroach on Russia's territorial t- um, integrity, but will continue to support Kiev. You, you know what I mean? The masterminds behind a lot of this shit. Yeah. A yeah. lot of this shit. Yeah, and look, um, Putin called him out in, in that speech directly. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when 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 things like that happen, I I think of Cena Burgle. <laughs> Kevin, did, 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 you, did you watch, did you listen to um, uh, Biden's last speech on the 15th? Well, we just watched the one in the UN, which was... <laughs> A steaming turd. Which which one? Uh, let me get the link. Hold on, I'll share it to you now. Just let's go. That um, I've got it like perfectly time marked from when when he starts talking. It just uh, the shit show just fucking begins. Okay. Um, 
What's the um, uh, the the general vibe? Are, are people taking notice of uh, what's going on in Ukraine, and is is it really part of the national discussion? Yeah. It is. No, 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 of course not. not well, it's all. on the news. Once it's on the news, I'm not going to say it's not. It's on the news. This be you know when I've drive, driven to work, I've heard. I've heard interviews with uh, with um, uh, certain so-called experts who are not fucking experts in fucking shit. Mm. You know what I mean? They have the nice titles. They don't fucking know totally spot. The reality of it, bro, we're in fucking like stage five load shedding. Um, last night, yeah, it's, it's just fucking ridiculous. Like four-hour fucking periods of fucking load shedding, and then we, and then like this morning, I'm fucking driving to uh, driving to work, and I'm here, I'm hearing on the radio, oh, the president's returned from fucking Britain, of uh, from the Queen's um, funeral, mm. you know, to mm. come have a, a emergency meeting, you know, for 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 the fucking uh, blackouts here, for 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 the load shedding. But this has been happening since two thousand and fucking since fucking two thousand and two. What the fuck? Mm. Let's be real with us ourselves. First, it's the first they started fucking um, doing that to the industries here in South Africa, and only like in two thousand and five did the public start experiencing blackouts. And you can just imagine it's been fucking continual. They've known about this fucking shit for fucking so for fucking. Fucking well, long, right? you, you, see the, uh, you see the you see the the previous government. Listen to this: the previous government was able to build at least four to five nuclear power plants every single fucking two years, bro. No Think shit. about that. Think about that, bro. Our former government, bro. You, you, you mean you mean the apartheid regime, sir? How dare you? The proper government that actually fucking knew how to do shit. You know what I mean? Not fucking steal and fucking... That's what I think of when I see like them all ripping out infrastructure, the, the cables, the transformers, anything. No, one time, bro. One time. That was during the fucking lockdowns. You know how much that cost the fucking... Uh, yes, you can just imagine. But the way they've done shit, bro, the way the shit used to be structured, like with the with the, uh, the power stations. Power stations were near um, coal, uh, coal fields. Mm-hmm. So you, you would just train... You would put in, install a train line and fucking ship it right directly there. Then the guy, this black government got involved and fucking everything went to fucking shit from the fucking hand basket. <laughs> Really did, and that's so, thanks to the fucking US and the fucking Swedish and the fucking British who have been mm. fucking sticking their noses. You know, I, 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 this week I'm busy getting fucking um. Check this shit out, bro. I'm gonna. Sh- uh, this country is also just a fucking. Sh- <laughs> this is the the, the, shit, the, the take know, back. The take back is coming closer each day, it's sir. Like, I can feel it's it. Coming, it's just <laughs> coming, but and it's. Yeah, but I think about this, bro. There's first going to be a nuke, bro. There's not going to be any fucking uh, other nukes flinged all of a sudden. The world's going to go into a fucking like a little state of shock, like 9/11. Then you're going to see fucking all of a sudden like militarization, like you know, on a stupid fucking level. Mm. Uh, you know what I mean? Where uh, oh, now like you go look at Russia, the conscription is just for military people. Mm. You will see. You will see within the next two years. It'll be for fucking just go eighteen. As soon as you anyone eighteen, you're going to be fucking drafted. And this will happen in the states and fucking other European nations. You know, it's going to happen. But yeah, I was like, you see, I'm talking too much now. I'm missing this shit. Check this little fucking 
has a vital role of... so, the article appears in uh, news 24 a propaganda online which uh, which which are we doing biden or the uh you pause that i'm pasting this article this is a quick it's just a quick thing of uh, uh just just look at this just, just right, read I, I, i'll read it out so, that, so this is um an editorial from south african newspaper by the looks of it so inequality not hesitancy but many more villages and places that fall off the radar easily still need to be reached for vaccination. Professor Kate Alexander of the University of Johannesburg Center for Social Change, oh God, what a department, <laughs> said low vaccination rates come down to inequality, not vaccine hesitancy. Alexander pointed out it was not a question of money either, with significant overseas donor money having been pumped into the country via the likes of USAID to accelerate the vaccination rollout in the country. Government just doesn't have a clue about how to deal with the issues of inequality, so hesitancy becomes an argument by which government blames ordinary people for vaccine uptake instead of working on simple interventions to get rid of barriers. Didn't they just, weren't they making it illegal though not to have the injection? <laughs> that's that's what we play all the time. Does, is, did that go away? Or, uh, no. They, it's... Uh, it's, you see, because of the constitution, it's a little bit hard to do to get away with certain things. Uh, um, mm. the, the mandates for the vaccine uh, that kind of just went away, okay. But you see, the government got corporate government to fucking not try uh, corporates to try push that. So some corporates did, and other corporates didn't. The company I work for did it. Thank fucking god. Mm. But it's not to say people within the company didn't go get vaxxed which they did. Yeah, you know what I mean? Certain people did, but uh, like a few of us were like, no, no fucking chance. This is Peter Alexander. Look, look at this oh, motherfucker, bro. All right. Um, uh, hang on one second. Let me just, uh, I want to armchair war, armchair warlords set up for the, we uh, the weekend, folks. Uh, let's just, let me just confirm that. Um, let's uh you know when it's when things are escalating like this let's uh let's get someone who's been in the military to tell us what's uh going on right what am i what am i looking at dude let's uh go look at his cv go look at his cv that i posted share it to the people show the people this fucking clown Show, show them Peter Alexander. Show them the fucking British motherfucker. It is. Let, them, let, let the people see this fucking idiot. <laughs> um, Look at this. This is the person that's, uh, that's telling everyone fucking about shit. You know, oh, you know, if they think about this, this is who we've been fucking talked to. Fucking a bunch of morons. Mm, mm. You know what I mean? This is the fucking issue. It really is. And then go look at his CV. I pasted a bit of his CVs, uh, you know, before he became Kate. Yeah, yeah. University <laughs> of Ireland. Wow. I mean, the fact the fact that we've um, let this into the Institute. Well, here's, here's your problem, folks. <laughs> Let's see. Pierre Alexander is the South African Research Chair in Social Change at the University of Johannesburg. He's not a South African. Let's just make that very fucking clear. Mm. Yeah, he's not. He's not he born. Lives, yeah. He's he he's not. He probably has a fucking passport, but he's not fucking South African by any fucking mm. like any stretch of the imagination. He, he's not boar blood. No way. 
It doesn't belong in your you village. Know, born born 1950, um, 1953 in October the 20, 29th in Sam, uh, uh, Southampton, UK. You know, um, somehow ends up with the, probably the parents, ends up in Africa, okay? Um, hmm. Swaziland by the looks of it, okay? Um, then all of a sudden, uh, and he's, uh, you know, in, in those critical utopian years, okay, those, those development years, oh, he's in... Um, He's in socialist movements. Mm. Oh, yeah, oh, a member of the International Socialists. Later, a papa, you know, later, which later became a socialist worker party. Mm. Um, yeah, um, this is the great fucking people we have. You know what I mean? Everyone that fucking, like, See? peeped up uh, sorry, to, man. apartheid is sorry. not fucking riding, fucking riding it rampant in a sense. I've got to tell you this. Someone just in the chat said, after Mrs. Doubtfire, the bond should be higher. And uh, <laughs> I think I think that's, that's a fair true, point to make, man. That's yeah. true. Mm. But this is how sad the shit is. Like, who the fuck are these people? Fuck mm. these motherfuckers! Fucking piss on their fucking grave. Don't even piss on. Don't even fucking bury them. Fucking <laughs> let them fucking die in the streets. Fuck them. The true African way. Let the carry and pick them apart. Yeah, but, let the fucking insects and the ants eat them. What the fuck? <laughs> let them go back to the earth. You know, the son of the son of the soil. Let them be uh, that. <laughs> the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you, you make a, you make a, a very good point that these these were the people that that demonstrated to destroy South Africa. Right, as yeah. as we knew it, and uh, and here they are now, like you say, riding high on the hog as the infrastructure is uh, ripped apart. You you can't keep the lights on. You imagine the it must be so stressful, dude. I, when the power goes off in my house, which is uh, a lot, and it's just for a few minutes, it's such it's such a pisser, right? The work you.
basically mm. street ways. Yeah, but, and, so but again, I would blame I blame the institutions again, dude. That they've they've it's, failed. It's bigger than that. It's bigger than that, bro. I, I don't think it's just the institutions. The, the colleges, the mm. universities, where the Marxist doctrine was first pushed. Yeah. But, but and they, they I mean? take out the young. They take out the young, and um... indoctrinate them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The Austrian model. Yeah. So check this. So, so that article was now written uh, written by this. He, he featured in this, and then there's another professor called Press, uh, Francis Fenter. But it, it's done by this group called the Spotlight. Okay, right. Spotlight. Okay. But okay. then you go and look at Spotlight's funding. Okay. I'll, I'll share the link now. I'm just going to do their funders. Right. They're, they're the lovely funders. So yes, Spotlight. So yes, the, the original panel you know the panel the, the advisories yeah yeah and uh, some some of these people get to wangle their way into fucking uh, like becoming advisors to government fucking peeps you know what i mean it's fucking ridiculous yeah. and look who funds them look who's funding the ship yeah yeah um I, I, again dude my my heart bleeds for what they've what they did to south africa and you know i i remember it look uk television when i was growing up every day the, the news would begin with oh more more uh troubles in soweto today is uh <laughs> you would i remember those days and now and, uh, the, the tv coverage mm-hmm. of them yeah you know from local and also from abroad abroad mm-hmm. because i did watch fucking shit when when we went overseas Fucking off shit happening, yeah. Mm. And we were like, no, everything's pretty fine. That's that's not that bad. Um, <laughs> it's just that one it's that one area that's the problem. <laughs> now it's the whole fucking country that's the fucking problem. Back then it was just a few areas. Now it's the whole fucking country. Mm. Yeah, and uh, gone, <laughs> gone, gone in a generation, man. And uh, but, yeah, but just dude, I I can I feel the great tracks coming. Also, you, you know what I mean? It's uh, it's happening to all the ways. Go show that section. For, go show that funding with all those logos, bro. The people should see who funds uh, shit down here in, in Africa and elsewhere. Hang on. And you'll quickly understand why we don't have to like you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to like we don't have to like the fucking the West or the concept of the West because it's a bullshit concept. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's also bullshit. Mm. There's yeah. a few good fucking slivers of in- goodness in it, but you know what I mean. The rest of it's just bullshit. Oh, I, ideology. I, I, left or right. yeah, which yeah. which do you pick? Yeah, I'm I'm inclined to agree with you. Not in my name. Um, I find it uh, repulsive. And, you know, again, the the stark difference between Putin, where he was talking, you know, you could hear the emotion in his voice and for his people, his borders, or Russia's borders, I should say. And um, uh, in a context of extreme provocation. No, exactly, bro. And, and believe me, with all the with all the like little terrorist attacks that have been happening in inland in Russia, mm. I would uh, yeah, things would get a lot more hectic. Yeah, I know. Yeah. If I was in charge, it's as simple as that. Well, I mean, you know, at, at some point, you have to you have to think that they're gonna um, hit their political infrastructure, not just their. Um, you know, utilities, well, etc. Think about it, bro. The, the, the political for Kiev, 
you're going to go after Kiev. Mm. The, the, the critical thinking is happening in fucking NATO. Yeah. It's in fucking UK and fucking Brussels and fucking whatnot. You know, it's around mm. those fucking places and fucking bases. Mm. So that's where the fucking real decisions are coming from. Mm. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> just, uh, that just reminds me of uh, having there to sit and listen to Biden um push you know, all these high sounding ideals when nato nato is hosting that Majordan kill list um no no problem, bro the, bro, the, the hypocrisy bro the, yeah. you know what i mean for the four fucking okay this is the fucking re- ridiculousness fucking ukraine these neo-Nazis, busy fucking, they, they took over the fucking government and then they fucking started killing fucking civilians. Mm. That were fucking, you know what I mean? And they're sponsored by the fucking West. In the West, any white fucking nationalist. Yeah, yeah, you're stomped oh, on from you, a great height. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? What the fuck? Mm. <laughs> like the messaging, you know what I mean? It's it's fucking it's insane, bro. Yeah. It's insane. And you know what the real goal is? It's depopulation. The America America's at such a fucking it's a, such a pivotal point where if it does not fucking release more biological weapons, if it does not get majority of countries on its side, it is game over for it. It's already game over for it. We're going to see into next year. When shit rolls around into fucking next year, next year's winter, come 2024. Mm. 2024 is when shit really starts fucking getting kicked. Like, really, the ball starts fucking rolling like we yeah. won't believe. Yeah, and like I say, I think we'll get a taste of it this winter. Um... A little sliver of it. A little sliver. So think about it. Even with the food production, we're currently living off last year's harvest right now. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, so next year, okay, 2004, 2024, that's a little bit more of a pivotal year when I think we'll see proper like fam- famine, like in Europe, maybe in some places in Europe. Yeah. You know, and, and who's to say if I can nuke one, if I can go off? Well, look, between, I, 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 I mean, this is, the, we've reached that point, right? Where, you know, a, a, when does Russia just say, okay, en- enough's enough? Do they do they really just wait for 300,000 troops? If they really feel that this is this existential fight that uh, Biden's just gone in, tried to rally the UN to, um, to well, I, 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 it wasn't exactly a call for war, but, I mean, it was for, to heavily sanction. No, no, but, but you see, this, this, this is the mixed messaging, bro. While fucking America's pushed Europe into taking, going down this road, it's going down, okay? They've steered them down this course. Now it's sitting back. It's going to start focusing on internal shit, bro. It's already going to start focusing on that. That's what's really fucking happening here, bro. Because think about it. There's a whole bunch of white terrorists. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of white terrorists in America. Come on, guys! You can't fuck around now. Yeah, those FEMA camps were built for a reason. <laughs> those, those caskets were ordered for a reason. You know what I mean? Uh, hey, hang on, uh, Burgle. I'll just uh, I'll get my bed. Just uh, five seconds of your time, just to uh, hit this button. Bruce Baker, sir. Baker.
Um, yeah, uh, it wouldn't surprise me. And look, may, maybe that's gone into their strategic planning right now that they've they've dropped the they've fumbled the ball somewhat in Ukraine. It's escalated, etc. And now um, distract a distract or false flag event. I don't no. know. Maybe no, they don't no, even need a false exactly, flag. Bro. Look what's happening in in Armenia. Look what happened with uh, uh, Pelosi mm. going to Armenia last week. She did. Is is she a president? Is she a vice president? She's the speaker of a house. You mm. know what I mean? The House of Representatives. Mm. Huh? Huh? What what's actually going on here? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. She looks like she's a lot more in charge than fucking yes. Biden is. That's yeah, yeah. And you know, there's a uh, how would you say? I I I I get the position that you take, right? And I get that it can be very difficult for people not um, not seeing the the chaos to really understand it. But this this stuff is real. You've got, and I'm telling you, it's what they've got planned for everyone, particularly Western Hemisphere. I'm I'm convinced of it because things are so normal in the East. Why? Because it, it's it's a compliant, high conformity um population they don't need to do anything over here but they they need they need to south africanize the west and yeah they like south africa was the testing ground and now all these all these and like i say this is probably just a fraction of the organizations that are um pumping in, in. Yeah. yeah and fake money Make money into a fake system, corrupting everyone in in the you know as they go on doing the shit because that's what really happens. Well, dude, all this uh, fake money. I have to say, your internet's always pretty good, so <laughs> take the blessings where you can. No, I'm fine, but that's uh, just been a that's just been a twenty-year battle. <laughs> it's a, it's a, maybe maybe just fiber optic isn't worth that much, right? It's just they can't they can't do anything with it. Well, it's, it's not that I, I'm, I'm, you know, what they're going to do with it, but the, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure there are many incidences where they just rip the shit out. Why mm. not? You know what I mean? Mm. If you're going to steal some other shit, that's, you know, like metal or casting or some weird shit. Yeah, and like to be, to be, yeah, to be yeah. in an environment, though, where, where you're... Um... That that's happening on, on a regular basis, right? Things that we take for granted, the little substation down the road, that just disappears mm-hmm. in South Africa. Boom, gone. Yeah. <laughs> Picked up a fire truck. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> some of the clips you've sent me, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm always just like, dang, this, that's, uh, that's, that's some serious... Uh, Oh, but 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 think about it, and that will happen. Fucking, I was like, there's this thing when I was going to going to work, like some of the similarities that South Africa shares with America. Like, uh, like think about like Texas. Um, you know, like I was, we, uh, there's a certain place where I, where where when I drive to work, there's actual um, there's laborers technically sitting on the corner waiting for uh, for a person to come hire them for a day or for what a week. Who knows? You know what I mean? And you don't find that many places in many places. You find that only in certain places. You know what I mean? Very, very few places. Wherever there's migrants that are moving in and they're fucking third world fucking uh, quality, 
mm-hmm. you will fucking start seeing that shit. And you know what I mean? It's, it's, and and it's that's, 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 that's the thing. Like your migration, that, that's like the real, the real Darklands, right? Mozambique. Yeah, but, and, but, but, but whites can never keep up with any of the other groups birth rates so how are you mm. when it comes to the real number the number game mm. how how's it ever gonna work you well, know what i mean that's what i say burgle get me some steel plates uh well-tuned slr <laughs> three thousand rounds <laughs> <laughs> i click let me carve think, out a bit of the belt <laughs> but i think when the next german government comes in we start we're gonna start seeing action stuff happening because think... that's that's who supplies us with weapons down here Oh, and you, you think that's going to dry up? No, no. It's, it's, it's a, Germany supplies us with weapons. Oh, right. So you, you think because of the situation they're in economically that they're just going to open, open the um, floodgates? From what, from what I understand, from, 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 there's mass weapon stores hidden. In, in <laughs> South Africa already? No, in, no, in Germany. In Germany. Well, yeah. I mean that that was that was always the case because of uh, the threat from Russia, right? That you know, I was I was under the impression that they had like nuclear landmines and all that type, and they're still they're still in the ground. They don't go and dig them up. <laughs> Just... I I don't know. That's that's what I was told, but uh, you know, there's um, I don't think people well. Maybe the people that listen here are old enough to remember, but just you know, it was Europe was going to be the battleground of the of the third world, maybe still is. And it is not it is that it, it is the battleground uh, that's in the Middle East. From what I understand, America is going to be pushed back until it's in the Congo. So you must understand that that they're being pushed back quite some distance from being in Europe all the way to now having its back. It's ass technically getting his ass kicked everywhere along the way until we, yeah, fucking finally fucking re- revolt against this fucking government. We're organized and then we start fucking going up Africa and then we fucking finally meet uh, troops fighting and fucking Americans fighting there. That's what the prophecies say. So, you know what I mean? Well, uh, may, may, I may, maybe you want to just. Uh... Do you want those Americans? Well, that you know, they may be uh, more on your side. Uh, we than... might have to shoot them. It's very simple. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. If, if they're against us, we're going to shoot them. Fuck them. <laughs> they shouldn't be fucking in Africa. You either join us or you fucking <laughs> die. Look, man, tool. look, man. There's a whole bunch listening here that would. Uh, I, I think that they're, they're already packing their bags, bro. Right? Yeah. No, but uh, think about it, bro. Yes, I, I hope. Uh, well, yeah, I just hope uh, this year is a little bit more chiller, and there's no like October fucking surprise. Well, so, I mean, uh, we just got our October surprise, dude. You just got you just got Russia come out with nuclear threats, and Biden calling for the UN to go to. Uh, well, I don't, like I, said, I don't think it was a full call call for war, but um, serious serious escalation. And well, we we think Russia's just going to stop at three hundred thousand troops. Why? Why should they? Why should they? I mean, why? Why not? Why not get a million men in arms and just go in and squash the problem? That's that's, that's what <laughs> I would do. You yeah. see, well, well, what's going to happen now is going to you're either going to have a lot of fucking governments just failing, you know what I mean, and and uh, internal re- revolts in Europe with with uh, nationalists taking over, 
because with the current, you know, the current fucking leadership, who the fuck wants to back these, get behind these people? You know I what I mean? right mind wants to go fight with the, alongside these fucking people. Mm, that's what so Mark what was future? saying. Yeah. That's what Mark was saying. Just who, who, there's no morale and, you know, it's understandable. Um, yeah, but, but that's because of the, just look at like fucking look what they've done to America, bro. Mm. You, you know, it's it's amazing. Nine eleven happens, builds up that fucking that you know that fucking nationhood. Mm. Send them off. Everyone's behind that. Uh, come around 2010, things start to wind down a little bit. You know what I mean? When things are actually kicking up and uh, starting to just about start to kick up in Syria and all of those places. Mm. Well, which, new administration uh, comes in. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. You, you can point uh, like... very. Uh, <laughs> you're not stretching uh, conspiracy theory by pointing at the Americans for all of that. All those color revolutions were. Uh, well, they were all done by Americans. Yeah. yeah. American yeah. And, and also European involvement and uh, proxies, obviously. Well, you know, um, we open society, <laughs> like yeah, on the screen exactly. right now. And IT companies, um, you must remember with Ukraine, uh, big IT companies also yes. helping in, involved in that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like uh, Restream is uh, Ukrainian. Um, okay. I'm still, I'm still mm -hmm. using them, but um, it's... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right, dude. I'm gonna. I was gonna finish up. Just uh, as uh, as we're finishing with Prophet Berg, I'm gonna switch off YouTube. We'll go out on uh, the Africa song. Just <laughs> just celebration. Uh, if you are of a sensitive disposition, my advice would be to uh, <laughs> to turn off the stream. Don't follow the stream. You can. Uh, i'll say goodbye now take care god bless uh for those hey. staying on uh anything else uh twitch and uh, rumble i guess um it'll, it'll it'll play for a few more minutes that'll be the outro all right dude you have a good uh a good day and um and then stay yeah. safe bro I will do my brew. Um, keep on, keep on, and um, keep on to everyone else. Yeah. And uh, so try to stay a bit sane. And uh, yeah, uh, stop prepping food. I'm not joking. Rice. Just get yeah. get as much rice as you can. Huh? Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. can get a battery, yeah, you know, get an inverter. Prep, prep what you can. You don't have to go fancy. Mm, yeah, I got got. I, you know, I bought one battery, dude. And I thought I've got that got that problem sorted. It's a little solar panel can charge USB devices, um, and you know I took it out of the box right because I switched it on. It's, it it came on and I plugged a USB device in it, but it's also supposed to do like AC one twenty mm -hmm. for a little bit. Doesn't work. I had to get another one, and it was still out of. Uh, um, no, what, out I would of just advise go get like um. Uh, like a, a 120, 180 amp deep cycle battery. Simple as that. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? And then go get an inverter. You don't have to go crazy with them, obviously. Well, I, you know, I did if manage. You want to power house, you're going to have to get a big inverter. So I did manage to get, uh, uh, it was on your advice, actually, a dual um, generator that will run either on propane or nice. gasoline. Um, and that so, 
that, you know, it'll keep a room cool or probably, I hope, and keep a computer running. And um, But, yeah, again, uh, take Burgle's advice right now. The world could change very, very quickly from yeah, and and also think about it. if if a new goes happen, I'm not you know what I mean. Just think if that should happens, say bye bye to international trade for a yeah. while, no, maybe forever. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Literally say bye bye to some of these. Oh, they wouldn't. They wouldn't stuff. trust ships. They wouldn't trust tankers coming into ports anymore. Exactly. No, no, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So expect all. We've all seen what was the, what the California America was doing with all the fucking shipping containers, letting them wait there, claiming there's a fucking backlog when there was, you know, it was only incompetence mm. at fucking work. You know what I mean? What's coming now, like in the next couple of years? Oh my fuck! Mm. You know, and it could even happen. That's the scary thing. We just need that black swan event. Mm. They just tilt everything where everything just goes like, what the fuck, you know, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. You know, one week you're working, the next week there's mass layoffs. Yeah. And, you, yeah. and you're just going, oh, right. hey, and, um, and they lock you in your house because they don't want people out on the streets, bro. And that's coming. That's coming. Don't, mm. don't think that's not coming. Mm. The new lockdowns will come. Mm, yeah, but but, but you, think about that. If, if they had to do that, think of the enforcement that they would have to apply. Uh, like, think about it. Like, think about if if you broke your curfew during that lockdown. Mm. Yeah. And then they actually found you. What do you think they would actually do? With, yeah, shoot. I'm sorry. That that was the whole thing about the Cold War, dude. Was just that it was it wasn't the exchange. It was how they dealt with populations afterwards. And that's why yeah. they told you stay in your house. You come out your house, you're going to get shot. Looters are going to get shot, and you'll be classed as a looter if they see you. Um, no, that's, that's what will also happen with these coming uh, these uh, environmental lockdowns that are coming mm, mm, yeah uh, you know what I mean because think about it bro these people haven't killed enough people SARS was not enough yeah they need more <laughs> yeah it's not enough yeah, no, it's, it's nice to ruin your immune system, but that's going to take a number of years it's like, a, it's like age, age it's like a slow puncture yeah you know what I mean yeah, and it'll probably get worse with age. Yeah, for sure, bro. For sure. Yeah. Um, all right, I'll let you go and uh, um, enjoy the Africa song. <laughs> you I have to watch. You have to watch it on Rumble, though. All right, YouTube. Bye bye. Take care. God bless. Later. Right. All right, Africa song. <laughs> I'm done. It's just so. <laughs> even 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 I'm I'm like Jesus. That's strong. <laughs> Uh. We start in the most ancient corner of the continent.